Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Clan Ren is clearly a threat to the Empire and must be made an example of. Welcome, cadets and commanders to the Stabcast. I'm Will, ATRT Sheik Heim, with Ben, Stab Droids and Chill Fowler, Tim, Gideon Hask is my space daddy, Hannon, and Ryan, why didn't I get full card spoilers, Slowoski. How are we doing, gentlemen? Doing good. Doing, doing fine good. this day. Doing good. Lovely. Just dreaming of red surging defense dice. We'll get, uh, we'll keep get dreaming, it. sucker. This week, beginning the third year of Stabcast, assembling Ooh. our new battle decks, the news, and much more. So we have a Stabus report. Uh, it Ooh. is currently Ooh. the uh, end of the first week of quarantine here in Tennessee. And uh, what, about, what do our lives and our Legion lives look like nowadays, guys? So I, right at the end of school, I'm actually on spring break. And we have a two-week spring break. But that last Friday, we knew things were going to get a little fraught. Right. And so I've had answered a lot of emails in the last week. I've worked mm-hmm. probably 20 hours this week prepping for next week where teachers are not coming back to school. Right. Trying to figure out how to digitally offer extended learning opportunities is what we're Digital calling Digital learning. Because we're not taking guys, grades. So yeah, yeah. Are you guys – you guys aren't going back, I imagine, right? I know no, a lot of schools uh, aren't are just no. going to like – here, do some homework on the internet, and we're just going to call it summer vacation. Well, it's more than that. Like, supposedly right now, we're out till April 24th. What I feel is probably going to happen is we're going to get delayed again by the, the state. Yes. And then it's May 15th, and we only have like 10 days after that before we actually yeah. go for summer. I guess you guys do actually go a little late because... Yeah, I always forget they go into school until like June almost. Yeah. Right. Our, our kids' last day, I think, is June 2nd or 3rd, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. you guys had that almost year-round, yeah. Yeah, we were close to almost. So, honestly, like I answered four emails this, this morning trying to get my PE teachers to turn on their laptops. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, making some making some real progress, the... Uh, my job is going to get real hard next week when everyone's trying to actually try to do this teaching. Right, right. now, it's just answering emails and planning for the moment. So happy spring break. Whee! Yeah. So, Will, what are you up to? Well, you know, I'm doing the exact opposite of what Ben mentioned, you know, hard work <laughs> and working on things that are really stressful. Unemployment is an interesting sensation. I had been in the works to leave Sci-Fi City for a little while to switch to a new career, but then that's all, uh, you know... Things have happened to that plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you had this cool transition lined up where you were going to leave sci-fi, go to your Adepticon vacation, and then when you came back, like, start another gig, right? Yep. It was going to be, like, lined up perfectly with that vacation time. And then... Uh, then no. Yeah. Then no. <laughs> then no. no. Yeah. The, uh, the universe said no. That, that Bugs Bunny, no. No. <laughs> so, uh, I've been... Finding ways to keep myself entertained and alive while unemployed here in the home. Social distancing. Sure. Uh, so many paints to huff and sometimes apply mm-hmm. to Ben's models. I'm sorry, what? My models look good, but yeah, I think he's mostly just sniffing the paint. So yeah, yeah. It's taking a while to get these done. I still haven't painted phase twos because I just, my method for clones is so annoying. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> it is very exacting. Now, I, they look really good. I have all this time and I'm like, I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be mad at myself later, but for now, right. I feel great. That's fair. That's right. right. But I mean, That's... if this goes another three months, I'll have plenty of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, Always you know, look, look on the bright side. Yeah, look side on the bright side of, of, of death. Doo-doo. 
<laughs> yeah, I will say I thought I was going to get more work done on my first part of spring break and just didn't. I mean, I needed the right. rest, honestly. I'd worked 23 days in a row at that point, and I yeah. just needed the rest. And then I played some board games online and read a whole bunch of books and slept. And well, I yeah, worked a lot this week. I was about to mention, we've been playing a lot on TTS lately. We have been. We have been. Various board games and then, shockingly, the X-Wing module. Gross. Yeah, Will and I tried that last night. I was uh, not the, – the module's fantastic. I was not pleased. With you were filled with such happiness and hope to play X-Wing again. And then I was, I was. like, hey, Ben, I natty evades again. And you're like, wow, well, that's really cool. Yeah, somehow Will's, Will's mastered the art of rolling dice excellently backwards online. I don't know how it's, it's possible. I'm just pressing R in tabletop. You can't blame my magic hands. I would roll dice and you know, I would get what's average. I would get a yeah. hit and a focus and a blank. And Will would right. be like, hit, hit, crit. <laughs> oh wow no dice mods oh look at that lucky <laughs> but no it, that, that's what yeah that's what we've kind of been up to mm-hmm. what about you tim well i have still been working i'm i mean depending on how you look at it blessfully mm-hmm. uh considered essential so yeah our, um, it's a blessing and a curse yeah exactly uh essential because i'm working with Highly at-risk populations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. I'm essential until I'm told to stay home, which could be sooner than than we think, but we'll see. If it'll make um, you feel better, Tim, I don't think you're essential. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just personally, not professionally. I'm sure you do good work. All this was a, was a nice break at first. Uh, however, I am a, a fan of social interaction and people, and and I, I have been missing out on these things. And so I'm over this little break and I need my, my social interaction again. So it's, uh, it's less desirable because I just work and go home other than stopping for essentials. So it'll be nice to get out again one day. One day. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I've been working a ton outside of uh, I've had a couple days off here because I was supposed to be at Adepticon, but I'm even having to cut that vacation pour one short. Out. Yeah, so pour one out for Adepticon. Yeah, I'm also working in a high-risk environment that is... Very yes, essential, are. and we won't close for nothing. Right. So yeah, see, I sent my children home. Yep. You weren't allowed to send your children home. Correct. So. <laughs> there, there's even talk if things get uh, crazy enough to have us go to work uh, with like air mattresses and oh, like, stay. Yeah, that is your home now. Yeah, yeah. There, there's talk of that. Um, You'd I'm become waiting. the inpatient. I'm waiting to see what that compensation <laughs> packet looks like. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, we'll, we'll see. I have uh, two staff that right as all this started to really ramp up and get weird who had to leave for various reasons. Um, <laughs> so now I'm having to do Perfect. all of this with all this craziness and I'm down two full-time employees. So it's uh, it's been fun. Yeah. Gross, <laughs> gross. So lots of fun. But uh, yeah, I haven't had much time to uh, really miss Legion outside of like yesterday and today. So I see how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been too busy, man. It's been way too busy. So uh, we just completed year two of Legion. Uh, year one, getting our getting our feet wet, figuring out what this metagame looks like, uh, kicking Will off the show and bringing Tim on. Hey. Was it worth it? Year, year two, we brought Will back. I see it um, wasn't. And uh, somehow <laughs> kept Tim. Um, he but won't I won't leave. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> tried to kick me off. I just said, nah. Yeah, we've got Beezer waiting in the wings just for you to get tired and go away. Ooh. Um, oh, yes. That's no, because he has real skill, and that's not fair to the rest of you. So you need yeah, that's probably true. trash that's, that's the rest of you. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that on the show. Let's take a look back at how has your year of Legion, how's you guys' year been? We've had faction changes. We've had 
you know, new comings factions. and goings, new factions added. It's been a pretty wild year. What is, what have y'all's takeaways been? So yeah, I mean, I'm still buying all the stuff for all for three of the four factions. I don't have a single bit of the new clone army, but right. I have basically narrowed it down to a single army. If I'm not playing droids for some reason, I'm gonna probably play Imperials. Woo! I know the collector in you is crying about yeah, that. The collector in me is crying. I have <laughs> Hold a ton on. of unpainted things right now. You do, do. have some Republic stuff. Uh, it's just mine. Oh yeah, I bought. <laughs> I have bought much Republic things. This is you true. have R two D two and C three PO, sir. Oh, that's true. I do have those guys. I do. <laughs> um, yeah, but mostly all the clone stuff I've bought, I've exchanged right. for Will's painting because the hobbying part of this game for me has fallen off. It has been a busy year for me. I've you know between the plays that I do, I've started getting my gra- uh, another graduate degree, and it's just taking me more time. And so yeah, uh, Will's painting all my things. And uh, mostly because, you know, Will takes the money for that because he's clearly mm-hmm. unemployed now and he needs it. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm officially a starving artist now. Yeah, you yeah, really are. Uh, pretty cool. a don't artist. you get some kind oh. of write-off for that? I don't know. Oh, ask no. Dustin. Oh. Oh. oh No, he's he's a basement dweller artist. There's, there's different categories. Yeah, he's got another full-time job. <laughs> His podcast pays him that... to paint. <laughs> Mark up the wrong tree. Uh, yeah, exactly. Allegedly. Other than that, it's been a good year for me in Legion. I've played at the Atlanta RPQs and at ATC and Gen Con and Charlotte and the Knoxville Prime and RPQ. I came in, you know, third or fourth at a lot of those things, came in high. Uh, I've had some fun. I really have. I mean, as much as we joke about me not playing, I don't play as much as these other three Yahoos. Honestly, I've had a lot of fun with, with the things I am playing. So, and I mean, when we make fun of you we're more talking about the wednesday night kind of crowds yeah, right yeah which you have a tougher time getting to because of your i do poor choice in location <laughs> well no I'll, I'll continue to dump on ben he's missed several of the out of town uh yeah i've, I've missed a couple points. of times yeah I, but it's one of those i still play a lot compared to you know i can't i can't say that i'm the casual player not of the, our podcast I mean, i'm just saying casual player in the general i, yeah, I, I go to way too many events for those kind of things you think about have, the game in a way that is competitive like we do so yes. hey that used to be my spot yeah i know right there's something that reps we switched. Hey, we can talk man. about how that failed. Then yeah. Tim gets suddenly Tim gets third and goes that's, three and one kind of at LVO and gets his big britches. Is there hope? Yeah. No. I mean, no, <laughs> having come in third or fourth in a lot of RPQs, you know, in primes of the five I played in, six I played in, I think I came in third or fourth in three of those. So, I can't but did you get third that. and get a world's invite? Because Tim did. I did Ooh. not. Because <laughs> unlike Tim, I played all mine early in the year when that wasn't a possibility. Uh-huh. And Tim was just lapping up the scraps right here at the end. So scraps is still food, <laughs> bitch. Hey. <laughs> oh. But other than that, it's been a great, I had a great time in year two. I really have. The game has expanded nicely. I like the things that I'm seeing. I would like my faction to have more of those things, other than being delayed a couple, three or four times. Yeah. But you know, um, yeah, I would like to have a little more options than I currently stuff. have. But I like the faction I'm in. I like where this game is headed. I like the things I'm seeing come down the pike, except for a certain card we'll talk about later, which is probably going to drive. <laughs> Ryan and myself out, but it's fine. It's all fine. (laughs) (laughs) That won't come out till August because of all the goings on, so it's fine. (laughs) So, Will, how does year two look for you? Well, it's odd because the first half of this year, I was still on my uh, sabbatical. Uh, (laughs) You were playing that game that sometimes is orcs. No, no. See, I was trying to keep- Conquering the competitive shade spires. No, no. I was trying to keep the uh, local X-Wing scene on alive on life support, and it just just refused to stay alive. (laughs) And And then they had to just announce Clone Wars and it's like you son of a bitch I'm in like <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's been like a second lease on my Legion life you know it's uh, working through another faction again. I, I think back to when I was the the Imperial, big ol' air quotes, expert on the show. <laughs> and I think 
I think uh, version two has worked out a lot better for me. Just both the clones work better for my brain and I have more perspective on things. Sure. And I've just enjoyed working through a faction unit by unit again. Like I think trying yeah. to jump back in as one of the original factions, I would have had struggles with. Yeah. New, new players getting in, especially those who wanted to come in and like pick up rebels or, or imperials. There's so much to learn so quickly. It's it's got to be getting tough, right? You know? mm-hmm. I can see that. I mean, honestly, like we laugh about it, but when I pick up a droid army to play with, it's just a matter of rearranging who goes in the B one spot. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right. My B twos. I I currently have a set of B twos. No, I don't have them. Will has them. They're still at Will's house. Well, they're so. done. I'm just social yeah. distancing and not delivering them to you. Exactly. So. <laughs> I'm so it's it lets you build up your fundamentals really well when you only have to worry about mm-hmm. a couple of choices versus which of my three cores do I bring and which of my three special forces do I bring and all those kinds of things. Which of my six commanders I could theoretically bring. Right. And I mean, granted, if I was still Imperials, that's really easy. But you know, yeah, because the answer is uh, I didn't. That's well, the answer is Shores and <laughs> not yet, not you yet. know. Shores, Krennic, and all the other crap. But, uh, you know, I've been really enjoying this past six months of Legion, and I'm looking forward to it. I really look forward to uh, Iden and Inferno Squad ruining the game. So, you know, I think there's great things to look forward to. (laughs) So, Tim, how do you feel about this past year? Uh, It's been good. I'm still a student Imperial man at heart, and still the mainstay of what I play. But I do have a backup uh, Republic army that I've been working on slowly but surely. Um, I'm not as... How those barks doing? uh, They will probably never be constructed. (laughs) They'll probably never be built. I'm just going to sub them out for something else and say, like, oh, well, yep. that's fine. <laughs> so Tim has a history of just painting the word of the model he wants on something else and just running that instead. Yeah, yeah. why haven't so, you used a do-back that just says bark on the side? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me, because I could. I could, I, I could I know. just scrub out the e-web that's on it right now and put, <laughs> just put bark. Just cross it out with black. And <laughs> yeah. Just uh, waiting for one that says Operative part. Vader. <laughs> so I'll be honest with you, Tim. In this past year, you had some highs and you had some lows. Yeah. And we were kind of worried you're going to drop out of the game. Like, yeah. You, you not, came in yeah. fourth in Atlanta in the spring of this past year. So that was yeah. April 2019. Yeah. And then you had a real hard lull point, and we thought yeah. you were going to burn all your stuff in the in the you know in the garage. Yeah. So did I. That's great. It was a good time. <laughs> um, well, and it's always that. But then you came is... in. You know, you came in third. At, you know, just a couple tournaments ago, when we yeah. gave you the world's invite. So well, let's, and... let's not bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> all no, good games we, all good games we Almost. can bring it in as long as we know where that uh, world invite came from from the store that was then given to me thank you but it, yeah it's been ups and ups and downs but uh, he's never going to thank you no absolutely not you did nothing for me just keep going tim will's gonna edit it's, all this out anyways. i know just yep. keep talking He'll oh yeah cut all these channels uh <laughs> yeah sure edit it out quote unquote uh, <laughs> but no it, it's been highs and lows but it's it's kind of the same issue that i had with x-wing where i'm always torn this is still an issue where I'm torn between do I want to play what seems like really cool and neat and fun or do I play what's good and there's always that tear in me and yep. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you you know if I were to play a game next week I don't know if I'm going to play something really good or something really jank but it's I kind of enjoy that you know that's it's keeps it fresh for me because if I just do just the competitive meta or just try and keep up with what's competitive I'm going to burn out that's what kills me sure I don't I don't care enough right. to do that right I, I care think, enough about I winning I think the cycle but... <laughs> that I see in Tim and I definitely do this as well is like you play some janky stuff and then you do pretty all right with it you're like well if i played something real i might be able to be really good and then you yeah 
do and you kind of do okay. Yeah. And then you lose and you're like, well, I'm just going to play Jank again. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that was the last safe. two years of X-Wing for me. Right. Sure. And I mean, this is a whole discussion, but it's really just what you want to do with it. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and Ryan keeps telling me that I would be a fine Legion player if I were to play a real list and play mm-hmm. more often. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like something someone else told you about X-Wing. That's true. And when I played a fine list and played more often, I, I came very close to winning the North American Championships. So. It's true. Well, and that's the big thing, too, because I actually had we didn't, I had a, a big stint in there where I stopped playing for a little bit because I just got too busy. And shockingly, when I was playing, I wasn't very good because, hey, I was out of practice. So mm-hmm. it really is just, even if you're playing jank, I think as long as you're playing the game, yeah, I think that, that helps just keep you really shined up and ready to go. So that if you do play a real list, you, you can kind of handle it pretty well anyway what about you ryan what are your highs and lows man this this year for me like competitively speaking was the fun part of a, of a roller coaster where I, I started off like really really well um i had a bunch of of really good results right after worlds and by and large i mean i did really appropriate at worlds for you know how i think i should have but there was a there was a really stark meta shift coming from worlds kind of into the gen con end of the year which is where i think i started to, to drop off a little bit and this meta definitely shifted away from my style and my strengths the longer it went on. I still had a lot of fun. I want to say almost out of the gate at uh, after, you know, when the season started up in, in Madison, I got to, to win a nice tournament. Um, and then things kind of fell apart around Gen Con till, till January. It was it was weird shifting into in and out of the sniper metagame, starting to take over when it started at Worlds, kind of getting away from this core and positional play um, to watching vehicles get phased back in kind of towards uh, November December yeah <laughs> it was it was a really wild meta swing um, where different things were, were different popular for different reasons and I tracked all of my tournaments who I played what kind of list I played what my record was and I managed to come at the end of the season with a 73% win percentage which I'm pretty proud of noise yeah, you can't beat that at all yeah and I'm gonna try to find a way to, to make it available for those who want it but I have a spreadsheet for going into next year set up to where not only can I track all of my tournaments and my wins and my losses losses and who I played, but all of my wins and losses on every battle card. So I'm really anxious okay. to see what uh, what this year is is going to hold. It was it was by and large, you know, starting at Worlds and ending it, you know, not Worlds. What would have been Worlds? It was uh, it was a little sad as that roller coaster kind of comes into the station, but it was uh, it was a it was a really cool year. I think the show here really took off and hit some new bounds. I met a lot of really cool people. I got to travel to a lot of places I hadn't been before, getting to go to Warfare Weekend and the Las Vegas Open and just meet people from all over the country was was really something special and something incredible. And while last year was that inaugural year of Legion and it was really special, this one was special for a really different reason. And I cannot wait to see what uh, what year three will hold. Yeah, I will say the show did grow up quite a bit in this past year. And mm-hmm. we did get to travel and meet a lot of people who listened to it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. don't go wrong. That is a nice little ego boost when someone calls you on it. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. Also- yeah. It also always that, that we like, had a common conversation why? to talk about when we were playing the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's always the, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've heard of other podcasts, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so Tim and Will did not join us, but when Ryan and I traveled for one of those RPQs in the fall, that was a that was a great aspect of it. It really was. Yeah. Um to go out and to go to some place that I hadn't planned on going, but it was that weekend and it wasn't me flying up to uh to Wisconsin to go go play a game. So playing in Charlotte was great. I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, it was it was it was a really cool really cool year 
So with that in review, what about more specifically, what about our actual games? Has there been any bat reps or anything that you really stood out to you? They're like, wow, that was an outstanding match. Even if you lost it, win or lose, any games that really stuck out to y'all? The best game for whatever reason. Yeah, best game best game of Legion you played, win or lose, doesn't matter. Yeah. I kind of struggle with this one because I have a lot of fun and all, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm also indecisive when it comes to these things. Oh, yeah. I want to praise all my games. I want to yeah. praise That's all my games. That's why you just read through the last like 40 episodes of notes just to make sure you got the right one. <laughs> I actually did. And in preparation for you, dear listener, I did go back to every note for the past year or so. He puts in the work done. and made I us wait. The hard work. Um, just not playing so, the game of Legion, but just like true, producing yeah. a show. Sure, he puts in the work. That's right. Of those 15 <laughs> games I've played in the past year, I want to make sure I chose the best ones. You know, all of us combined would be like a great Legion player. <laughs> yeah, we really would be. That's true. By our powers combined. Unfortunately, we're four people. <laughs> Captain Legion. Yeah. Um, we just need to find our heart because it's not right. any of us. Like if, uh, if you make a biopic, when you make the stab cast biopic, first off, we know that Brett's gonna just gonna be the arch enemy, obviously. Yes, He's gonna absolutely. be the, the villain of the movie. But then Played Ben can just raccoons. be But is Brett the heart? <laughs> That's no. what I said, yeah, absolutely. He's the He's the hateful glue that holds it all together. <laughs> but Ben can just be that angry producer that sits in the back and is like somehow starts to ruin it for everybody by, by just mm-hmm. nitpicking too much. But then we come back and love him in the end. And, you know, it's kind of. Did you just little... call me Colonel Tom Parker? Yes. <laughs> no. So, so you say Maybe. 15 games, Ben. How many tournament games do you actually think you played? Um, I know. 12? So, no. So I got ranked. <laughs> no, hang on. No, I actually got ranked. So I know I have at least more than 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah according yeah. to the thing. So I think the problem. The number of things that actually got counted for those tournament games it's probably like 16 17 18 but that doesn't count the the small local stuff that doesn't count the small local stuff. so actual tournament games probably in the the lower 20s 21 22 23 24 uh, hold on your sheet of winning counted like dice head and stuff yes my sheet of my spreadsheet which i do call the sheet of winning which will <laughs> can tell that joke if he wants to another time another yeah. time another time um i did have 57 games on the books yeah i want to say if we're counting yeah. all the tournament play yeah, that all I've the done over the past calendar year in that case it may be closer to 30 but it's it's nowhere near as high as yours is. I mean, right. there's enough events that I've skipped. I'd say I, mine I is around the yet. same as that, Ben, but then I also skipped half the year. But that's different situations. So I'm not of an the adult. games you've played, which have been your favorite so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to bring you it back choose. around. Yeah. It came down to either the Knoxville RPQ or the Knoxville Prime. And it's not that I don't love you, my <laughs> traveling so, cities. So I do. There's still two. I mean, in Atlanta, I played three Michaels. How great is, is that? I played three Michaels. This so, is in violation um, of the rules, subsection B. So where it came down to, it had to be the Knoxville Prime game. this past January. Um, I fought with you know the CIS. I fought against uh, the Grand Army under Alpaz. I fought a rival CIS leader in Landon. And then, you know, I met my ruin at the hands of Drew Cotton's Gym Rebels. So I think my game against Drew We've gone was from a two lot to of three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm getting there, Will. You see, you just call a story and you build it up and then you narrow it down to the one. I'm bored. Yeah. Are we there yet? No. <laughs> Pay attention. So, so yeah, yours is actually next. So I know. Go back. In fact, now I'm going to just do it again so that we have a clean slate. <laughs> no, this is better. They like when yeah, we're more say, Just keep going. Come on. We're, just keep going. So it's got to be my game against Drew. And I hate to choose one that's been so recent for me. I do. That game What's had recent it all. for you? Like five months ago? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you understand it's only March and I played two weeks ago. It so. feels like December, okay? It feels like it's been a long time. I'm really yeah, enjoying the last, being last the peanut gallery. It's actually been really long, so. <laughs> yeah. It's been a rough couple of months, all right? <laughs> it really, it's been, it's it's, been long. It's been two weeks. Half, it's the been horse long. isn't neighing because it's dead. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, God. I, yeah. Y'all keep just beating that joke and interrupting me a few more times. It'll be fine. I think we're having a great flow. You've stopped it every time. I know. You just complained you were bored 30 seconds ago. <laughs> but now we're There's not no bored. 
you can bang. make that argument. Stop stalling. Let's go. Keep going. So I'm hanging up the podcast. <laughs> we did it. So are you all done? I'm yeah. sure we're not, but go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. I'll try. So yeah, the best game that I have played is probably um, in the most recent of all the uh, episode listings we've got here. Go listen to episode 38. Uh, it's my game against Drew Cotton Jim. I came down to 22 points. It was my hate against Tauntauns, and I held my own for it to the very end. It literally comes down to, I think, a single dice roll in the opposite direction, and I get those 22 points I need for the win to probably go lose to Michael at the top table. Oh, it was a ridiculously close game. Mm-hmm. I remember It was that a ridiculously was. close game, and I Drew's a great that. player, and he's a lot of fun to play against, and we had lots of fun with a breakthrough double Tauntaun Droidica face-off. Um, it, was, it was probably the best game that I've, I think I've had this year. I really do. I love the stuff I played at Gen Con. I love the stuff I played at AT. But that was probably the best game I've had in the past calendar year. Well, speaking of ATC, that's what I'm going to highlight for my favorite of the year. I was in the the third round one and one salt tables because I had just lost to Ben <laughs> after he had, you know, I played Ben and that was my second game back from my sabbatical. Had never faced Death Troopers and Ben's like, oh, well, let me show you all the way, all the reasons <laughs> that you should not have deployed Leia in range four of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you were no. playing Rebels at the so, time. Cause, uh, if you want to, if you want to hear that episode, that episode I think is at uh, twenty eight. I think we talk about that. You probably do a bat rep of destroying me, but this I, game, I did. I definitely this did. game, we did not have a bat rep since I had not yet returned to the show. But it was against Mister Dan Wolf Games of Dan Wolf Games, and uh, <laughs> it was just—I mean this in a good way. It wasn't like something that I could highlight for tactical, you know, great plays or ability. Right. You know, it was just—it was just fun. We had a great time. It was the weird rebel mirror of like Han Leia versus Han Leia Chewie, and there were five vehicles <laughs> on the table. It was just a strange time for both of us, and we just had a lovely time trying to make our RTs kill each other by rolling surging crits, because neither of us brought the impact gun. (laughs) (laughs) My fleets killed a land speeder. It was a weird day. (laughs) You were still playing fleets. Like, that's... That's how, oh, yeah. that's how the year has changed. Oh, yes. It was like Han, Leia, Chewie, double RTs, fleets. Uh, yeah, it was a strange day, but I had a great time playing Dan. Uh, it was a great way to end a tournament. You know, I always prefer that third round to be a positive result. You know, I hate losing the third round game because then you right. go to dinner and you're still kind of grumpy. But right. I had a great time with Dan. I miss you. Please come back to me. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you back. So, mm-hmm. take you back. You can come join us at LVO. It's a good time. We're keeping the uh, tables, though. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of LVO, I think think for me that I don't know. I've had a lot of good games. We talked about highs and lows a minute ago, but I think LVO probably takes the cake. For I had a bunch of good times with good games. I would so, Tim, say, yes. This is ahead. probably a bad place to bring up your alcoholism. But yeah. Is it because you could drink the entire day while you were playing. Yes, but moving on. Okay. My third game was against Mr. Jeff Arney, and we talked about that on an episode. I don't know, the, whatever the LVO episode was. I didn't 41. do my research. Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and in that right episode, it's, it's in your notes. It says right I there. think I wrote that. I yeah, episode 41. 41. Yeah, I, I'm not reading my notes. I'm just going off the top of my head. I'm not looking. Oh, it's so hard to tell. <laughs> uh, there are only a few arrows on there. And anyway, yes, the game against Jeff was, it was solid. I don't think there's ever, you know, a time where it was super like, oh, my dice screwed me over. Oh, no. Like, it was, I remember he had tauntauns. It was hard to punch through the tauntauns, but nothing nothing outside the normal. And, you know, yes, at the end of it, like I talk about, uh, spoiler alert, I forgot that Chewbacca was there and 
Yeah. That was on me. Sneaky Wookie. Sneaky, sneaky that's Wookie. A, that's a great moment in episode 41. He's like, but then I realized Chewbacca was right around that's that right. corner. Yo, There's a Wookiee on the hill. <laughs> it was an interesting game of, of standoff where we both knew what had to happen. And it was just a matter of who wanted to try and do it first and who could do it better. Um, I tried to do it first. He did it better. So there, that's, that's what that's, it that's was. That's how really. it goes. Yeah, but that's it was works. good. He's a wonderful gentleman to play against, and it was a it was a good game, solid game that I think was a a good button on on LVO for me. What about you, Ryan? You got you got lots of games. You've probably had the most games out of all of us for sure. Yeah, um, I've had a lot of games this year. Try hard. Yeah, I'm a try hard. You're, you're not. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, we know. I mean, you do keep a list of winning or a sheet of winning. Sorry, sheet, my my mm-hmm. sheet of winning. Um, God, without the backstory, everyone can think I'm just a tool, but that's okay because I kind of am. Well, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's accurate. We're perfectly fine with it. We're edit that to make sure you say that. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I certainly will. Uh, people play Legion for a lot of different reasons. And when I was thinking about like what my best game for, for the year was, there's two things that I think really make the, the good memorable games. I had had some tight games, and I think the low-hanging fruit would have been my game that we talked about a couple episodes ago at the final table at the Dicehead Prime, because I'll never do that. I'll never rally four for four again in my life to win a prime. Like That's just not something you'll do. Uh, my game, playing five games in a day and capping it off with Joe was really cool, but I play Legion to meet cool people and to have a really good time. And when I was at Warfare Weekend in St. Louis, um, I want to say it was game number two of the day, me and LJ have this really weird phenomenon that happens that we tend to, we've never played each other outside of like maybe one TTS game, but we play next to each other a lot at events that we're both at. And so I was next to LJ, I was playing John Griffin with his CIS droid army, just putting as many bodies on the table as he could. And I'm running Jin, Han, Sabine, and we are just both cutting up, laughing, and we have a really incredible game on top of it that came down to a couple of clutch rolls on both of our parts. There were mines double exploding. There was Han getting the kill on Grievous from around the corner where you could see like his left shoe in his cape. There was Sabine failing a rally roll to win the game. There were some incredible mines. And we were just laughing the whole time to where like I want to say Brendan had to tell us to like keep it down. I was going to say, isn't this the <laughs> match where you got called out for a tournament violation for too much merriment? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> and Excuse me. It, you boys are having too much fun. Calm it down And if I here. had to sum up like why I play Legion, it's... it's it's to meet really awesome people, to have some good friends, and to have some good laughs. And we got to have an incredible game on top of that. So that was probably my favorite game of the year. That's uh, episode 35, by the way. Yep. Check yep. it out. Go back and listen to. I don't know that you should re-listen to episode 35. It's just me droning for 80% of the episode. And oh, is that the solo episode? It's what? not the solo episode, but y'all did <laughs> the one without me. And then it's just like nothing else had happened oh, since right, it was like yeah. Thanksgiving week and Warfare was all we had to talk about. Yeah, True. So. But there was a lot of merriment at Warfare. It's a reason yeah, why there was. We, it was. Yeah. It was such a cool convention. It's absolutely something to be looking forward to. Well, as year three of both the Stabcast and Legion is dawning before us mm-hmm. in a, whatever strange circumstances we find <laughs> ourselves in, uh, the new battle cards are about to be released and invigorate yes. this game. Oh, yes, yes, my body is ready. So I, I've been wanting these for so long. Like I've oh, been yes. wanting to have yeah. more access to these. They they teased us with the one of each box and it's like, give us more. Yeah. And I want to say if we go back and listen to like our year two episode where we talk about what we want to see next, I'm pretty sure all of us said battle cards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we did. I well, remember specifically. I remember talking about that. I mean, they finally delivered. So it, it counts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, and did so- they deliver? Yeah, yeah. Did. we're all going to go through and talk about what our first, I think, experimental battle decks are going to look like once we get these sweet, sweet cards. 
That's right. Yeah. We're going to we're going to assume also that you dear listener have done the same and we're not going to read the cards to you. Like you're no. going to know what what the new cards in the box are. If you haven't, go ahead and hit that pause button and and go read those. Yes. Do your research. There's plenty of other places that have all the research out there for you. It's and they're on the uh, Admiral. Yes. They're on Tabletop Admiral. Yeah, Tabletop Admiral yep, is the yep. easiest one. If you want to watch videos, there's videos on it. Go for it. Do your research, yep. come back. We'll still be here. Pause that, come back. So, welcome back, listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while you're gone, we, we had some very nice conversations about philosophy. I made a sandwich. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of our conversations are nice. Ben's just a liar. That's <laughs> so, here's what I am putting as my standard battle deck. When I'm playing, I'm like, you know, that's fine. I don't need to make, change anything right. for it. It's going to look may like swap, this. You may hot swap a card here or there, depending yeah. on what you're playing. But, but you're these kind are of stock standard. These are uh, first thoughts. Yeah, yeah, first thoughts. My deployment. I'm playing Long March, I'm playing Rollout, Major Offensive, and Hemmed In. That's two of the new cards, two of the old cards. Let's go, so, let, I'll let you finish. Let, go through all of yeah, them first. Yeah, hold the we'll questions. Yeah, okay, go okay. We're going to hold questions then. Hold. I My objectives, I'm going Key Positions, I'm going Intercept Transmissions, I'm doing Breakthrough, and I'm doing Payload. My conditions, Hostile Environment, Fortified Positions, Limited Visibility, Minefield. Because if Clear Condition shows up on this list, boys... I'm, we're screwed. I'm, yeah, yep. We're going to have some, we're gonna have, we're yeah. gonna have some conversations, hard conversations. <laughs> so yeah. why the long Suitability march? for this podcast. Why the long yeah, march? There's question number one right yeah. there. Yeah. He loves long march. He's talked about this. I yeah. love long march. And it's because for right now, without another commander mm-hmm. on the horizon, I, sure. I can't stretch my lines that far. Yeah. I need as much as I can the ability to control my bubble. Yeah. And so unless I'm running double commander, which is super expensive for me. Yeah. Um, I, I need the ability. And so Long March gives me that. It's a little bit farther sure. forward to march towards what sure. you're doing. Right. But does I that love change that if you get to take a more vehicle-centric army now that you'll have... Yeah, with a tank, perhaps. A tank <laughs> you don't get tanks, um, but yes. So I was thinking about that. In fact, I was, I've been making a couple of lists with the tank, which I may never see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has rollout, so he's kind of looking yeah. at that. And so part of it is rollout, um, because sure. that is uh, vehicles, which also counts as, you know, the staff that I'm getting soon. Mm-hmm. Zip, 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 zip. I wouldn't say so. Well, I even think the droid, the destroyer droid droids in ball mode, taking yeah. two turns to have cover two and zip yeah. up there and then drop mm-hmm. off their right. bomb and then blow a bunch of people up. Yeah. So I do like that. I, like, that's one of the reasons why I have rollout on there. It's Except he's not running similar. bombing run. I'm not. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You should but it is a plan that, that if I, I, yeah. I... So I have some issues with that one. We'll talk about it in a minute, Let's, but I have some issues right. with that. Um, because droidicas don't get to use claim. Right. I know you get to drop some. Yeah, but it's yeah. So the, that's why I'm playing those. If if you notice that rollout, major offensive, and long march look very similar to each other, mm-hmm. and hemmed in gives me the same thing. If I'm blue player. Yep. Exactly. It gives you that center point just to gives cluster up. Mm-hmm. And so that means my objectives, like key position, intercept transmissions, are you know grab the point, sit on it, and fight. I'm action limited in a lot of places. You know, if for some reason I right. fail to get a command token in then I'm going to have to shoot or move. And so that takes up something I may not have wanted to do. I may not want to sit and fortify. I may have wanted, you know, it makes me waste action. So right. I need things that I don't have to spend a lot of actions on. Sure. So I think you've made like technically the correct decision in your conditions column, Ben. The best kind of correct. Yes. But yes. I am, I'll be real honest. I'm surprised. I, I didn't figured put. you would have dropped Minefield. How do you, as a player, and how you like to play games, not play uh, the supply deck? You're right. <laughs> and again, it's my lack of actions in a droid list. 
you know, if I'm playing Rebels, I'm playing Imperial, that supply drop goes right into the box. Sure. Isn't the supply action the Um, It is, but I have to be next to the thing, I think. True. It is so, a free action. Yeah, it is a free action. It is just one of those, because I'm limited in other places, I was afraid of having to move towards an objective point or, uh, you know, a, a, a supply drop. And right. And not be in a position to go do the actual objective. Like you're not running anything, uh, you're not running boxes either, so it's that same kind right. of thing. So if we've learned anything in two years of me talking about it, my playstyle is objective first, kill later. Sure. And so um, in my game against Drew, I had to do the objective, which got me to the kill point, and then mm-hmm. just barely fell short of the kill point. So I'm very much uh, in that in that manner style. So that that for me, I think right now with the droids I have, um, we've been joking about me playing an, a six B two list, <laughs> which I do like. The problem yes. there again becomes actions because you can't order them as efficiently as you do the B1s. Correct. And so then you're having to shoot and then spend your other action, hopefully going towards a thing. Only if things are at range too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still want to. I still want to have our uh, six B2s versus six Phase Two fight. <laughs> One of these days, <laughs> the B2s may actually win that. I, I think I, they would. I'm not saying it would be an advantage to me directly. Mm-hmm. Right. Just to see it on the um, table bombing run i looked hard at because you can start with it next to a droidica you, you can and you do get the ability to drop i mean in the staps move cl- move fast too oh yeah I, so yeah the staps will and we'll get there but you know no we'll get there remind me to yeah all right I, 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 we'll come back to it but is so i mean i looked hard at bombing run as a possible objective um i did but hostage exchange again i've got to do things with my trooper units mm-hmm. which are payload unreliable was the one thing yeah which are unreliable um and payload works well for i just got to have guys near it so i'm right. going to shoot and move next to it and then push the payload forward yeah it's so just I, have I the most like there which yeah. your droids are better at doing since you'll yeah i don't know if everybody's running six core these days but you know right droids now, definitely are mostly rebels are i think it's I, five I or six those. but yeah yeah so and i just don't have that many extra thumbs rolling around because my commander let's just be honest it's going to be grievous is going to be mostly engaged in you know, <laughs> destroying other troopers or suppressing the bejesus out of everybody uh, mm-hmm. right yeah i like grievous or dooku i just don't like them together that's all i'm saying we need to do the math on how many b1s you need to completely envelop range one of the payload token like, can right. you stack the bases just right to create a wall that troopers can't be placed in that, so nothing can get in range one of your payload? Probably. If you have all 54 droids. Yeah. I guess I'm sure you, there's a way to get the math in there. I guess you can never have the 54 on the table because there's it. So it's 48. Some of them are going to die. Yeah. But some of them are going to die hard. But yeah. You do some TTS like math on that. Yeah. <laughs> So that is my setup, and I like it. I honestly, I don't feel bad about it. I do like that I have a healthy amount of the new. I didn't just go with the old. Other than my objectives, payload's the only new objective I'm using. Sure, I'll ask ask one more question. Hostile seems weird. And so everything for my droids is fine until my commander dies. Now that's when hostile gets real rough for me. But if I do it early and hard enough, it is very difficult for the other player to come back. Like, because I see hostile working really well when you have a ton of access to either inspire or suppressive, whether you want to play hostile, like, aggressively or defensively. Well, so droid yes, troopers don't lose the actions as easily. Yeah, but it's it's right. the it's the panicky business. Sure. Um, it is. It is. And But the, your hope is, especially right now, since I'm playing droidicas and I'm playing Grievous, 
Mm-hmm. That's a and lot of I have six core. It's a lot of suppressive. It's a lot of a lot. I mean, because our my last game with Tim, that was that was the fall it's, point. It's definitely a okay. lot of suppressive. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Or you and or so, if you're gonna swap out for Loke Dirt and have all the suppressive uh, that way. Yes. All yes, the suppressive. Yes. Oh yes. And so honestly, that's why I like hostile environment. I, I honestly that's why I like it. It's why I keep it in my okay. deck. I also think it forces players who don't play with it that often to come up short in actions they thought they could do, and so that limits their objective game. Also, hold on. It's super appropriate for Ben. He would definitely sit in a blizzard to make one of us sit in a blizzard. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) The denial game can be played on many levels, Will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you have taught me. As I've taught you many times. So, Will, <laughs> I like my deck. I really I really do. And I understand those questions. I do. But I think it fits well with the droids that I'm playing right now. Will that change when I get special forces and B2s and staps and a tank, theoretically? Maybe. But not much. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it changes much. All right, Clone Boy, what you got? Yeah, so for my deck, we're starting off with uh, objectives because we didn't talk about an order to format these in. Uh, <laughs> so for objectives, I'm looking at hostage intercept bombing run and evaporators i like it for deployments we're thinking major offensive danger close hemmed in and roll out just do all the new cards (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then conditions i've got war weary limited viz supply drop and minefield all right i I like it come at me I think hostage with clones, especially clones led by Rex, is going to be so yes. gross. Now, I, mm-hmm. I will push back, though, Will. Are you sure you want Bombing Run in there? I think like, so. That can rip your clones a new one real quick. Not if I, I just save. Yeah, okay. not if he just saves. Um, if he saves, yeah, I, okay. I like Bombing Run um, I do for too, clones. But, no. So here's what clones can do. They can pick up the bomb. They can claim it. I mean, it's something we I know we've talked a lot about. But mm-hmm. if you see a bomb out there, you can jump on it and claim the thing. Yeah. And you can <laughs> start with it. Uh, you can start with it claimed by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. then there's it the... Uh, it can't be just, one of uh, Rex's parties, but... Look, I just want to have R2-D2 carry the bomb... Yes. <laughs> the bomb laser sight into the, the, my opponent's deployment zone. And then mm-hmm. just scoot over into the deployment zone. Yep. Yeah. And then just, yes. like... I'm also dropping off this bomb, but here's my secret mission as well. Just like yeah. R2's a very busy trash can it. today. My secret yeah. bomb, my secret mission was this bomb. My secret mission <laughs> was terrorism. <laughs> terrorism no, I, I think bombing run is, is, yes, they're limited on activations, um, but also they are very efficient at you over there with the bomb. Drop it and I'll fire support you. Yep. Like, Just like you, what's their, there? Their bombs are not getting close to, to their border. Or fire supporting with a unit that may accidentally get panicked and drop the bomb. Right. Oh, I do that. I did that all the time with uh, recover the supplies. Like mm -hmm, whoever has it. I've had a unit leader holding a box fire support just to not activate because Ben has put eight suppression on him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that's happened. So So. I, I think that's a I think that's a good call. Danger close, depending on how your opponent sets up, can be really gross when you think about Rex scouting out that far. Yes. With all the other things they're going to scout with him, and suddenly you are mm-hmm. in the blue deployment zone. I enjoy you that it has that much scope of where you can end up. Like, it's all over yeah. that short edge yeah. and some of the long edge. Yeah. Hemmed in for clones is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Rollout is, I think, fine. Danger close to me strikes me as a little strange for clones, but I could be very wrong. So I don't Just have because... to go where my opponent places his closest yeah. stuff. Yeah, but it's all—it doesn't have a big 
box uh, that or any part of it that goes up to range two, kind of like battle lines, where you can really cement that clone ball. It forces you to go a little wide. Um, Perhaps, but sense. I can I can get around it with scouting a group behind another group up forward, and then I sure. create a like taller segment of deployment almost by scouting yeah. three units up and know. around. And once again, right. I I definitely have to play with these. Um, it also seems like your opponent would have a lot like clones. They're kind of easy to deploy against. That's not their their strength. Their strength are other places. Sure. I have a lot of room to see where you're going to position yourself, and I have a lot of choices for how I want to counter that. That's fine. As a, as I mean, a faction, who doesn't have to I, pull all my stuff together? Sure, but I don't have a lot that I can do against that anyway. So yeah, right. yeah, 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 that's fair. Okay. If this is just a trial run deck, I want to see what these are like having that disadvantage, no, that, and if it's too fair. strong, I'd just be like, oh, nope, can't do that. <laughs> fair it's enough. one reason why I like War Weary with your clone ball is mm-hmm. that the yeah. odds are very close that they're all that close to each other. Right. Yep. I mean, no, yeah, that's, I do like it. And with Padme coming, that can pull all the suppression off anyway. Oh, yeah. Padme. It's be yeah. sweet. With my Inspire tank and all those things. Yeah. Uh... In War, Inspire doesn't care about War Weary, at least yep. as, as far as the RRG currently reads, and I imagine it'll stay that way. Right. It's just the bravery value for uh, panic tests, yeah. Yeah, your, I mean, your conditions, I think, are, are pretty much spot on um, for, for what I would take, absolutely, as a, as a clone. Gotta have Minefield. Yeah. Well, I yeah, have minefield. Oh, yes. yeah, you do. And I, I like limited viz. It works perfectly well for your army. It allows oh, yes. you to get up close without losing the bodies. Um, because you have you have much fewer bodies. I can just I like watch the supply the, drop. I can just watch the mist clear and be like, fire, and have all the fire mm-hmm. supports go off. And... Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah. So supply drop has two cards that give tokens. One that cool. gives an order, and then access to treat and repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just theoretically say this. You don't want the camouflage targeting uh, or marksman card or the scale card. And all of those cards are really strong anyway. Sure. Right. Um, yeah, there's so nothing like that I'm going to be like, oh. Yeah. And then if you pick up the field scanner, you're not sad about it. I'll take right. a free dodge token. No, that's what I I'm mean, saying. Like, oh, I, yeah. think, I think this supply deck is the best for the clone player. Because I have so uh, many yeah. ways to... Yeah, share tokens or tokens. Yeah. you know two order tokens for core units might not matter to ryan but to me i'm like yes give them to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and especially since it's an order token on demand like you don't mm-hmm. have to use it like the first turn they have it or anything yeah that's can awesome. play rex's one pip and that yeah i like it quite a bit plus uh where you're going to deploy these things if you do the uh you know, the scouting party you can get right there theoretically oh, yeah. if you throw advanced positions into your deployment deck you could scout on top of it yeah i've thought about that the uh the rex speed three scout on advanced positions is always fun so yeah. maybe uh maybe danger close turns back into ap we'll see oh, yeah. that's fair mm-hmm. i can dig that i kind of like that change but that's just me and i don't play clones or i play the faction furthest away from clones right and, and danger it's close is a lot like ap it Really it is. is it is yeah. and if if i have scout natively and i'm giving it to my opponent with ap you know right right maybe i can take yeah, advantage of scout thing. like that i have it at all and they wouldn't gain gain the scout one for everything but it's just stuff to think about sure right. yeah sure. aren't you gaining a new unit that's going to get scout as well perhaps okay. perhaps both of my new units that are coming out <laughs> will have scout you know <laughs> one of them has scout and tactical rex and, and his entire has, army has will has advance <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I think uh, I think really what needs to happen is clone players just bring condition and objective cards, and they just write on the other cards like I do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> 
sir that's not a permit that's not it's not a command card that's just a uh it's just things so do as I, I do what i want hey man this I is what I want. this is signed by my mom so it's clearly <laughs> it shows you where you're allowed to deploy sir yeah doesn't care I where be, i deploy i will be around here somewhere <laughs> tim bring bring order to this what what is your absolutely your battle not looking like? um my uh, faction breaks the so, game yeah. <laughs> so uh um Got some good options on here, but I so far what I'm leaning towards, and again, this just goes back to our earlier discussion of fun versus functional and things like that. But right. I do like to play a fair amount of vehicles and speeder bikes sometimes, even although I've not played bikes in a while. Uh, so, anyway, so uh, bombing run, key positions, breakthrough, and hostage exchange, major offensive. Rollout, battle lines, and hemmed in because it's neat. Uh, mm-hmm. And fortified positions. I would love to have fortified positions just times four, but it's not allowed. <laughs> That's, um, that surprises me, honestly. No, nah, more barricades for my red dice to hide behind is great. Um, yeah, I was about to say. Fort- yeah. My, my gun line would like to hide some more, please. Uh, or I'll take half fortified, half war weary. But anyway, fortified positions, yeah. minefield, war weary, and hostile environment. Um, I like having Ooh. hostile and war weary together because I have a, if I happen to get the, the, the deck at all, uh, then I have a good chance of giving out lots of yeah. suppressive issues. Sure. Um, playing yep. that suppression game. Bombing run, I think is just fun. I think it's cool. I think it's, yes, I think it could be really good. So I think Ryan asked this question and I yes. asked the question too, but then it made complete sense. Yes. Why breakthrough? Uh, again, just for to, the people at home. Not, yeah, no. Uh, not to sound like a, a stereotypical imperial, but gun lines, He's a man. Stereotypical like, imperial. Yeah, yes, right. he did this. To Eventually, me. <laughs> yeah. More, more of yourself starts to die the more you play, and the more competitive you get. Um, that's why I got but, out. That's, but now you're back. But, like yeah. you and I went on breakthrough in our last mm-hmm. game that we played, right. and, it, and, even, and it really and was even, because. But I was going to say, even though you crushed me, it was still it came down to points destroyed. Technically, yeah. there were no victory points. Yeah, but <laughs> and then. Yeah. My Will and I's that, game went all the way to turn six and no victory points. It was it because was of destroyed. some dices that didn't do yeah. anything. And then <laughs> because we played a dice game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not to my, sound like Tim only, over here. My only thing with that is if Please. somebody slides into home, yeah. um, you can them. be crushing them on kill points and trying to play it like a kill point game. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But if somebody comes sliding into home, especially with all the movements like I nearly did that yeah. we are seeing in, in a lot of the new stuff that, means yeah. just one or two whether mis- you want to call them mistakes or bad rolls or, or whatever can let someone uh just get over that that vp line yeah, yeah um, if r2d2 slips through then suddenly well, yeah. two points yeah well i mean i don't think two points true. matter i think tim is playing for the the zero zero and, and one point would do the trick yeah exactly yeah, um, i'm saying yeah but is that but place it like be. it's almost unrecoverable well mm-hmm. and i think breakthrough and people and i definitely used to underestimate i used to hate breakthrough a lot and the more i've played it the more i'm like okay i don't i don't hate it then and hear me say too if this was if we're talking about these are the four that are or the three that are laid out and one of those three is breakthrough i'm probably going to get rid of breakthrough it's not my sure number one chosen one that i want to play but it would be one of my four that would be in my in my chosen deck but so the more do I you play approach it, the more I like bombing it. run the same way uh yes Except now some guys have bombs you can blow up. Yeah, and I think it's a little more interesting breakthrough. I just think it's more fun. More fun breakthrough, especially, you know, depending on which units start with it and stuff like that. I mean, again, not to not to go back, but can you imagine, like, uh, I forget all the rules on breakthrough or on, on bombing run right now, but, you know, if, can you put it on Aiden and then Aiden, you know, is throwing bombs in addition to everything else she's doing and things like that? Like, I don't know. She could, but she couldn't infiltrate with it. Right, um, right. I know that. Right, yeah. right. 
But anyway, so I, I think just be interesting. With bombing run, I can see a guy, I can see myself looking at a unit. Oh, all right. If they shoot this, I'm then going to panic and drop it in the midst of my own people. I will right. activate that guy first. Let him run out to the middle of the field. Right. Right. Drop the bomb on his own death. Yeah. And then we just go around it. <laughs> well, and the more I play Breakthrough, the more I realize that it's really, I mean, obviously all of the game types, you have to think ahead, but I think mm-hmm. Breakthrough, when yes. people don't, people assume, and I used to do this too, so I'm, I'm preaching in the choir here, but I used to assume that, oh, it's Breakthrough, I'm just going to run, and it, that's all it is. And it's really not, it's actually one of, the, one of the game types you really have to think about the most, because you always have to mm-hmm. be thinking, like you said, Who's gonna haha break through? Who's gonna who's gonna bust through the line? You have to count your actions backwards and really yeah. manage your suppression and break through no, probably absolutely. more than any other objective type. Yeah. Because like even recover the supplies, you just have to make sure you don't panic. Right. But with breakthrough, you need every move action on whatever two or three mm-hmm. units you designate as your runners right. uh, to, to really matter. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the one that you have to think more than you realize you do at first. Mm-hmm. And you, you really realize that the more you play it. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is a little more strategic than I thought it was. The only other one that really stands out to me is like, I, I get why you particularly take War Weary and Hostile because... I don't think that's the right answer for every Imperial player, but you just love to suppress everyone off the board. Um, are pretty Tim and good I are sympathetic on this. Yes, yeah. Are, Talk to me about battle lines, because you typically run a lot of single commander lists, and battle lines, I think, is really good for double commander lists. Yes, it is. There's two things to that. I would say, A, I don't always play single commander but you're right i do the majority of the time i do but the more i see things shifting i could see my play self playing more doubles more krennic Iden. yeah okay yeah. you're not wrong it's, it's uh, krennic Iden. Yeah. 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 yeah it's fine you're not wrong but even still those would probably stay close together still too um i don't know i just have always liked battle lines and i feel like it gives you a bear in mind i'm a red player a lot so most of this doesn't matter. But if I'm if I'm choosing to play battle lines, I like it because I can choose anywhere on that side of the board. I'm not stuck in one okay. corner or at this place or this place. I have some freedom to to kind of move around, even though I don't have a great placement in one spot. I mean, okay. I would play battle lines mostly just to make Ben freak out about battle lines. So That's yeah, true. Tim and yeah. Will and I have had this battle lines conversation because I don't like it for my droids, right. except I don't have to play on that half of the board. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's a battle lines breakthrough, I got to worry about it, but I can, I mean, I can keep my guys on the same half and I managed to psychologically talk Will into putting all of his clones on one half of the board. Right. Right. And we just played on a three by three. Yeah. So, So. (laughs) and I nearly had you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so battle lines doesn't hurt as much. Um, You can't always group as tight as you would like, but then you can just walk out and then regroup. I mean, walk into that, that that ball that you're looking for. You basically get turn one to form up what you need. Yeah. And your commander goes in the center because, you know, range three on either side is a pretty lengthy distance. Mm -hmm. The other thing to consider, though, is I think battle lines is one of those cards that is probably best typically and obviously especially with deployments it can very much come down to your table oh yeah for your red player yeah. like i think you can get some major offensive and especially i'm gonna see some tables that just get screwed out of rollout yeah. um there are some some of those corner cases that are just better or worse than others but mm-hmm. battle lines you'll pretty much always like i when i'm red player i don't mind seeing a battle lines because if i really get screwed out of the other deployments right. battle lines is usually pretty still okay but from the right. idea that this is your battle deck do you run that risk by potentially giving the red player a an easy out sure and that's fair and again it's kind of almost hard for me to do this kind of make your battle deck thing because i'm i'm so often red player i'm like all right whatever sure i'll make a deck that we won't use that's fine (laughs) (laughs) and we've talked about this in our own um 
battle mat, our, you know, our play field creation, we try mm-hmm. very hard not to make sure we don't put giant walls sitting in that corner of major offensive. Right, yeah. Because one player means they can either walk up to it and hide behind it, right. or they never get over it because it blocks so much of their terrain. Mm-hmm. Right. Or but, you give a FD laser a place to just set down and have cover immediately because you built yeah. like a half wall there. Right. But it's and that's and that's the tough things is sometimes you get to go to a big tournament like LVO where you've got you know nerfly staying up till one o'clock in the morning pushing stuff around on tables to make sure it's perfect for the next day and you've had several hours to set up or you've got forty five minutes at Sci Fi City before you have to hit the start timer button and you've still got a checklist and get people registered to set up eight tables um, and sometimes stuff just falls through and I think yeah, I mean no table's perfect but you do the best you sure. can. Yeah. And I think I think what Battle Lines does is it gives you the highest, you know, it's not the most area per se, like, you know, in range rulers or however you want to measure it, but right. it's the most breadth of the table to choose mm-hmm. from. So there's sure. probably a place you don't mind deploying in somewhere in that battle line length. Right. Otherwise, the whole the table other, must be terrible. And the other cool <laughs> thing about it is, and I particularly don't care for battle lines, but the other cool thing it does do is... Since you're exactly right, Will, it doesn't take up the most real estate and you don't have the most area. It does probably give you the most area to place objectives. And depending yes. on the blue cards you're playing, uh, you can do some funny stuff with. Yeah, like it might not be the most area, but it's the most, like I said, breadth or different mm-hmm. places they could be. No, but that's also what I'm saying is it gives you the more play, the most options to put your yeah. evaporators or your boxes or, or whatever. And I will say if you're playing Long March, the odds are you're not placing units against the short end. Right. So, yeah. So a lot of that is not wasted terrain. It just means that's terrain you're likely not going to have to fight over. Yeah. Until it's your funny that panic. that long in air quotes march is uh, is actually probably the smallest space uh, that that you'll yes, encounter. Yeah. You're just playing on a four happens. by three. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Basically. You just chop off so, the other edges. So Ryan, what's your box look like? What, what are you putting in this battle deck? So I hemmed and hawed about this for a lot. Um, did you? And did you hemmed and haw? Yes. Hemmed and hemmed. I think all of these cards that we see, with maybe one exception being War Weary, I think are incredible for Rebel players. Um, I think if that is something they've consciously done, uh, kudos to FFG and to, to Alex and Luke. Because you thrive on shenaniganry. Rebels thrive on, on shenaniganry. Shenaniganry. other... Other un- other factions are getting quote unquote like more mathematically efficient units. Like rebels are getting cool ways to interact with these objectives, these new objectives, and even some of their old backstock of stuff can play these objectives really interestingly. Two of your objectives requires thumbs, and rebels tend to have lots of thumbs. Yeah, they do. One of the conditions really requires thumbs, which rebels have lots of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think yeah, three and of these tw- of these nine cards, and even really War Weary like is going to screw over both players. And Rebels arguably have the most access to Inspire or other forms of suppression, removal, or mitigation, and Double Commander. Yeah. Uh, so the objectives, conditions, and all that that I'm taking, I am taking for objectives. Um, all the cards that I'm taking has one card, and this just happened this way: one card from the original set, the entire first wave of cards from Priority Supply, and uh, two cards of the of the new set i'm taking recover supplies from the original sabotage the moisture evaporators because i think everyone needs to put that in their battle deck payload and hostage exchange uh, for my objectives for my deployments i'm taking major offensive because i'm pretty sure everyone will
will put this in their deck. Advanced positions, hemmed in and danger close. And then my conditions are going to be minefield, limited viz, supply drop, and obviously every rebel is taking fortified positions. Yeah, that one seems good for rebels. Yeah. I mean, fortified so. is good for pretty much everyone. Like, you both get to drop them down where you want. Right. But I but think I, rebels can get the most mileage out of it. And I yeah, think at that it's, point, it's, it's the most gain out of it. Yeah. And especially if you're, it's your deck, so you're getting to pick your table edge. So you can kind of angle for a, a place where you might be able to get a better use out of your uh, out of your fortified positions than, than sure. your opponent. I mean, not rolling saves feels good for anybody, but I guess it feels better for a white save player than a red save player. <laughs> yes. Especially droids. <laughs> Especially droids. That's right. So. Wait, you mean I don't have to roll these <laughs> these dice? Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and then payload makes complete sense. You love moving things and making your opponent respond to things. Yeah, so all of the objective cards I just looked at, and I wanted to pick the ones that require the most actions. I want to to make my opponent spend as many actions moving and as few actions as possible grabbing tokens and shooting me. Because if it comes to the movement shenanigans, I can play that game better than, than yeah, any you other can. action. And you certainly in can. payload, because you just need unit commanders, rebel lists tend to have a lot of activations. Yeah. Yeah. And you can send a Sabine or a Luke um, to to clear off your opponent's (laughs) payload and maybe get a double score pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Um, Because either Luke just murders everything in sight and force pushes things away, while Sabine is going to throw her bombs on top of the payload to clear it off. I think I think rebels are going to be very good at payloads, having something to march up the field. An objective that helps them march up the field as they're closing that range three to four gap. Right, is is going to be is going to be killer. And then obviously you've got your utility characters like Leia handing out dodge tokens as she moves forward or clearing suppression or, or whatever. And so I completely agree about sabotage, but go ahead and explain that. Uh, yeah, see, I to don't know that I do agree. So. Every every deck needs sabotage, and every deck needs minefield. Conveniently, we all did pick uh, pick minefield. But the reason you take sabotage, Ben, is once again this is your battle deck, so you are the blue player. I'm not saying you always have to play sabotage, but everyone in their deck, when they are the blue player, should take it because it is the most abusable as a blue player because both of these cards, minefield and sab, have the range to restriction, and so you can really, as putting the first one down zone your opponent out and get a ton of uh a ton of ground by maybe not putting it in the quote-unquote like most fortified position for you but you can zone your opponent out of all the things that they would want to do and you can get a lot of power out of that yeah there's a lot of control there that i didn't really think about until ryan was like oh well watch how i can do this to you right now because i'm blue player and i was (laughs) like and then i did it to will for like three games in a row yeah he did But see i think sabotage is one of those things that if you mess it up i i have i have won games very easily because the opponent messed up their sabotage placement right but i I think of that as an advanced card for players and i don't know if it's something you want to but as long as you're cognizant of this is what you need to do with it you shouldn't make that error like i have had a blue player on minefield screw it up so bad that i Mm -hmm. did get to (laughs) score points on his but yeah. if you're thinking about how you can use it as a control piece as well as an objective card, then you shouldn't have those, I hope. Like, <laughs> practice, <laughs> learn. Well, no, I was going to say, I definitely understand it. I do. And I will say again, from a droid standpoint, because of the lack of ac- uh, lack of actions that I may be able to contain, I'm always weary of it because normally it takes you by your second turn to get the first you know wound or heal on it. And sure. so by your third turn is when you get, you, you hopefully have locked it down for the rest of the game. Right. So, but three turns is a lot for us. I mean, droids. if they're secure, sure. it's four actions. But here's the other thing that it does for you, Ben. It's your battle deck, remember. 
That's true. <laughs> Who cares? You're about making, that? and you have such a big advantage in in deploying that half the time i get sabotaged to a place and i just wait for my opponent to veto it because i know they kind of have to no that's true and we've talked about putting things in like hostile is a thing mm-hmm. that people hate and so they try to veto it almost immediately yeah yeah. But see, here's the thing, though. Why worry about battle decks at all? Because if you don't have a bid, <laughs> you don't have to worry. That's my point. That is a point you have made that is what's, let's somewhat have true. A, let's, let's talk Go about ahead. This has been coming up for a long time. Let's have a little bit of a bid discussion. And everyone else in the world has been having this discussion. So I don't want to go too far. So, Tim... Why don't you like a bid? Why do, Why are you okay with Why have you declared the war on bids? I, it's not that I don't... Well, okay, so I, I understand and I do not Where deny... Where does the hate the, come from? <laughs> I understand and I do not deny the tactical benefit of a bid. I'm not stupid. I get it. I'm saying for me, I hate it because I hate I hate the idea of there are things I could put in my list and I'm now playing less of a game or using less of my things just so I can try and win on a different level. I It feels like you're being punished for playing more of a game or using more of a game. And I, 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 hate I see that it as feeling. the opposite. I hate that but feeling. Tim of is course also you do. the person. That I got a message from the morning of our prime that said, hey, do you have a couple extra targeting scopes I can borrow? That's true. Absolutely. And you use no. them really well. So and I use them really well because there are sure. upgrades There are upgrades in this game and things like that that we – and you're not using them because you're like, ooh, that would be really cool or, oh, that would be really beneficial to have. Oh, but my bid. So now you're not bringing useful tools just to take a bid, and I think that's dumb and that is dangerous for a game to be in. But it's it's a choice of can this card that you're spending four points on weigh as heavily on the result of a game as being blue player versus red player. Okay, but that's not... No, that's that's a completely uh, fair thing to say. I'm not saying you're dumb. It's a choice you have to make, and no, if that's your choice, that's fine. I hear what you're saying. I just don't think that's a choice that should be there. I, I think that's... Well, I that's... think it's... I don't think anyone's dumb for making that choice. I think it's dumb that it's there so, in the first place. Are you saying we should just all roll to see who gets what table side? No. I'm saying we all roll to see who gets to be blue player. And then and that who cares about the table side? And then, but then we can figure out some other way to decide. You can you can have your, your table edge, however you want to deal with that. I don't care about that. But I'm saying for choosing battle table decks. Table edge is like very that, important. It is. Is I don't deny. Incredibly important. It is very important. But I. But again, as a, I'd rather as a rebel player, especially who objectives are probably in starting position are incredibly important. An extra set of targeting scopes, or you know, an extra uh, recon intel, or whatever. Like for me, I just think of picking table edge as an upgrade that I don't put on my list. I don't have a printed cost for it, but it is an advantage I am paying points to to get now. When that feels real, real bad is when you, you, know, you take one. an aggressive eight-point bid and then you meet somebody with a 12-point bid and you're like, yep. well, dang But that's it. my point, though. A 12, that's so disgusting that you can... With these battle cards, they're going to get that high. But that's so sad. That's my point. Two weeks ago, I would have agreed with you, Tim. There's four objectives. I know what they are. I can play my strengths to any one of them. Right. Only two of them require thumbs. I'm fine. But when your battle deck at ago, most was going to be three cards different from it, from any other battle deck out there, at most it was going to be three cards different. Yeah, and now you can take completely different battle decks. Yeah. Yes, but here's the thing. So now, if you're like you said, Ryan, if let's say you have a ten point bid, and now all of a sudden someone comes up with a twelve point bid, you're now you've lost utility in your list, and you've lost your bid game. So now you're double mm-hmm. screwed. 
Whereas well, at least I mean, I they've have, also lost 12 points. So, but, but if I have my utility, I can say, oh, okay, we'll play whatever you want to play and I'll just make do with it. I'll, I'll make do because my have, I have a uh, Swiss army knife and you have a kitchen knife. So it's something we've, we've had the discussion like this mm-hmm. since X-Wing because it has the same sort of bid mechanic to determine first player. Yes. And I had the same and feeling so, in X-Wing too, just I, for the record. Yeah, and I so it's, feeling. I guess what I'm thinking will happen just to stare into my crystal ball of being sure. a not very good Legion player. Um, <laughs> I foresee that things will radicalize to either a Ryan point of view where 12 or 10 point bids are a common thing you would d- Which I think, think about it, yeah, doing. I think it will. Shush, shush, shush. Or, or you go the full Tim and you just play 800 and say, what'd you bring? Have fun. And then and at some point will that will players, calm down. Yeah. I think that will calm down back to maybe eight or so from those you know, high bid players once they don't hit as many. And then but I, think some... you're, I think you're always going to have both, though. I think you're always going to have yeah. those players. That yeah, have I'm not saying they'll go bid. away. Well, I th- right. I think and the average bid. bid will go up because uh, right now, if you look at most of the major tournament data, um, the average bid is around four points right now. Which I do so think low. that will go up to about eight. Yeah, um, and I, but I think the three-point bid will be a good play against the people like Tim that don't bring any at all. It'll still right, be something right. you can do, and then you won't feel as bad when Ryan's like, oh, well, I have a nine-point bid. And then you only missed out on three if this is like the cost-benefit thing you're trying to do, Tim. Yes. Um, what would you pay, Tim, if, if there was a command slot that everybody could take? It wasn't faction-restricted or anything. That just said you got to be blue player. How many points would you pay for that? I don't know. In a, in all honesty, in the way I build lists and everything, I probably wouldn't. Okay. I probably I don't I don't care enough. I just genuinely don't care. Never have, probably never will. What would you pay for it, Ryan? Oh, uh, the world. Um, I know. <laughs> no, well, I do think, and that's the cool thing about this game is I think it definitely does both to different types of players hold a different value, and especially different types of list. And I do think it matters more to rebels than it does to imperials. Yes. Oh yeah, and it probably matters more to yes. droids than it does to clones. Although I think they're more towards the center. Right. The two extremes. Well, yeah, it's also personal. Ben and I are more too. moderate. As human beings, we are a little bit more moderate. And yes, for me, it's, it's going to come down to actions. The droid army, for the moment, doesn't have enough options for me to really optimize. Mm-hmm. It's either 800 or 797. Yeah. I, I'm going to start looking at not taking an extra six-point body, because that's a bid for me. Mm-hmm. And it, sure. at most, I lose a white die who wasn't going to hit anyway, sure. and I lose a single <laughs> hit point. So, well, And that's, the, th- that's right. the other thing, too. And you make a really good point there, Ben. And I, I will give you that. I think I'm, also, I'm coming at it from Tim's point of view, which is obviously flawed. But also... Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's, also, it's the Imperial... Point. Thank you. Will. Sure. Bless you for being yeah. so moderate. But, but, but uh, you're, you're easier on me than I along. am. Well, Alexa, I would have agreed with but, yeah. you two weeks ago. I would have agreed with you exactly. But it's also I think it's the imperial mindset of you know I can put something on this list that will help me hit even harder and do these cool things and like I feel like my upgrades are really powerful and whereas like you said Ben like for six points you lose a white die but get a bid possibly like that's huge mm-hmm. that's yeah. different and I can get that I I can appreciate that. And so from my from my point of view, a lot of my stuff is so expensive. I don't have a lot of like options to try to put in like I have four points left over, but right. what is what's <laughs> four points drop for clones? Is 19 points. Yeah. Yes, like exactly. I, I drop a body yeah. and it's now I have a seventeen point gap. It's like, you know. Yes. <laughs> so for me it's like, oh, this just ended up here. 
Uh. <laughs> I will say the four of us came out of X-Wing mm-hmm. in a place where the bid war got very dangerous for a long time. That's yes. what I'm saying. And you had well, lists that were running two ships with a 17-point bid. Or, yeah. And so the fun, reason the reason fun. X-Wing got that terrible, though, was because once you had that bid, the, your list was so autopilot that once you, you'd, mm-hmm. almost, you'd won with that bid. Legion, mm-hmm. there's still a lot to be decided there's with so the upgrades you brought and all those things. It's not like when Legion first started out and Red Player lost a lot more often than Blue. Yes. Right. You know, I think. Yeah. yeah. I no, think red and blue is relatively close. Yeah. My, my my radical idea on this is that no, you have a hard hard point limit, hard bid limit, Ooh. and that's it. You don't go, don't go past ten. I'll give you ten. You go past ten. No, doesn't matter. Slap on the wrist. No, you don't get a slap on the wrist, but that's your choice. I think that means everybody just takes a 10-point bid then. Yeah. Not necessarily. Or everyone collectively just plays to 800 and says it doesn't matter. Exactly, um, which is what do, it should be. I think you do one or the two. I don't. I don't think, no, because there is a metagame in there, and I happen to like that portion of the metagame where you're trying to get as, as much of a bid as you can afford to have, sure. but not go like there's a reason i don't just drop to nine activations to have a 40 point bid and always go first but now i think maybe some of these objectives will be bonkers enough but you may do that who knows turn zero is interesting enough no matter who has that bid i think turn zero can be fun no matter whose battle deck you use i don't think we need to be playing bid wars over it when sure well and here's the here's i think the thing that illustrates it really well if i put two cards in front of you recon until our targeting scopes and you can only pick up one tim which do you take for what unit if you could only include one of them in your list uh probably targeting scopes and i every time take recon intel because i value positioning on the table more than i do some some dice mods and that's just indicative to to our play styles right and these are all just different perspectives like from his faction because Tim's faction can sit at range four often. Exactly. Sure. We roll those dice I, all day. Where as exactly. a rebel player, you've got to move to get closer to do the things. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why we care about what table edge we get and how right. much line of sight. And that's what I'm saying. It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so nobody, I think what what I, hard nobody's wrong. We're all just having if, different perspectives no, on this. If you have yeah. a hard limit yeah. on it and you roll and you bid gets to choose table edge. Absolutely. Bid gets to choose table edge. And then you roll to see whose battle deck you used. Boom. Bada no, bing, bada no. boom. Why, why, why would you care about a hard limit then? I don't think anything needs to change. I just think it's no. what you choose is more important to your list building. But think of it this way. When you bring 800 and your opponent brought a 12-point bid, like, exactly. like well, they could have gotten the bid with a one-point bid, but they spent which, 12 to do that. But then it feels that. real bad when you take the nine, or the, the nine, you know, 797 and then you make right. the 96 guy. That feels no, real bad. But that's, that's the opposite that's situation, different. sure. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, saying as... Yeah. But Tim, you can look forward to saying, "Oh, well, those nine points sure did something for you against me." And yeah. you know, if you yeah. need a small victory out of that, I'm incredibly interested yes. in seeing what the data says after this pack gets released and the yes. current situation is over, and we, and we have events again. again. Yeah, yes. I would love to see what that what that what that ratio comes out to be. What I the agree bids with look you like compared to what the list and do Imperials really pull the lower bid or the higher bid? Yeah, I would be interested in seeing. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah so I you just you just have to look at the list you're working on and what you prioritize there like is this four points worth enough to you that you need it in upgrades rather than a bid or like ryan do you need the blue player advantage more than tim who can who plays a faction that can be more reactive and say well i was going to sit and shoot you at range three four anyway so this is still fine for me and getting the second ban on the cards is also very nice getting the last the last call saying we are going to play this in, so as well, tr- and yeah, and again, you get settled into being red player as someone who's been in more and more. And like mm-hmm. you guys are saying, I do think it's more balanced now. And you just you learn to settle in a little bit. And you go, all right, this it, is this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, this is me. And I mean, if that's so, 
that's I perfectly valid for you to try to do that because I took the red player position. Yeah, because I was coming at it from a heart like a plane from under. Yeah, I, I do think I became sure. a better Legion player because of it. But yeah. now with the that. options being so varied, I don't think I can take that risk anymore in the army that I'm currently playing. But I can also look at my win loss record. And one of the reasons I'm tracking all of these battle cards in this upcoming year is I can guarantee you out of my 15 tournament losses, I'm going to say 10 of them. I was the red player. Yeah, I have a losses or your tournament wins? losses. My okay. losses. Oh, oh, I oh, lose I a lot wins. as red player. Yeah. Um, but again, so I have, I have, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but I think it's going to be really interesting to track, um, you know, blue versus red for me. Obviously, I'll probably get some more, especially if I'm playing with in same events as Tim, uh, games logged as blue, but to what that win percentage ends up uh, shaking out to be. Yeah. Because right. I'm not comfortable playing as red because I kind of did that the first year. And then I just noticed that once I started playing blue more and more, my win loss just shot up. Yeah. And so it's all of our different, it's mm -hmm. what we prioritize. Yeah. Like, yep. how much control do you want versus, you know, what you can just do otherwise? All I'm saying is if I start seeing bids that are like over 12 points, that that's, I'll, maybe I'll go back to X-Wing or something at that point, because that's just insane. That's, that's not how you play a game. That's how you actively not play a game and then win somehow. Like, that's, that's stupid. And that's not we'll what see. I want to be part of. So we will see how it goes. You played a game of X-Wing today. What was Seneca's bid? Uh, Six points out of 200. Out of 200. So multiplied by four. <laughs> 24 point bid in Legion. So yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something to think about. But it's still way more important in X-Wing just to wrap that up. So as we look forward to looking how this is all going to play out with our battle decks in the future, take a look at our Instagram where you can find pictures of Will painting my things because he is my paint slave. Yup. I pay him well. It's not like he's, he's not getting it for free. I mean, I'm, I'm paying him well for it. Um, but listen, he has a consistent style. He has the right paint colors. And he's willing to put together all those B1 bodies, which the internet hates. I'm a member of the 54 Club. <laughs> the internet hates him something fierce. They were a struggle. Um, yeah, um, they I've had nine pieces of per droid. <laughs> I've, I've lost the back of this B1's pieces? head. Does anyone have something? I'm just gonna put a Q-tip back here. <laughs> I sculpted a new one out of Milliput, but I lost that too. <laughs> yeah, the internet hates the B1 body, but um, yeah. So take a look at those photos on our Instagram at SWStabcast. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and Twitter, and please give us a rating on your preferred listening platform of choice, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast whatever you're using to deliver our fine voices into your willing eardrums this evening or morning <laughs> or whatever. As always, we are streamed at SWStabcast. If you'd like to engage with us some more on the Discord and also other streaming services, we are on the Discord at SW... Or actually, I'm sorry, just at Stabcast, insert name here. Um, mm -hmm. Also, streaming services, as far as streaming games, I stream some some Legion from time to time. Uh, also, some other things, fair warning, uh, as Timitation Irish on there. Um, also, for speaking of Discord things and things that we'll, we will be streaming more because we will be one of the sponsors, spoiler alert, haha, for Invader League Season 5, when that starts up Ooh. in mid-April, that has been confirmed for mid-April, that is a uh, TTS league coming, and we will be actively engaging in that and looking forward to that. Yeah, I know I Ben and I have Ben and I have talked about streaming some games since we've been rather bored in isolation. But uh, <laughs> we'll be sure to post to all our social medias whenever we're trying to do something like that, so y'all can yes. right. get more stabcast in your life. More stabcast back in the Invader League. <laughs> <laughs>
So if you want to uh, drop us a line with any show topics or topics that you want us to cover, uh, criticisms, you know, you just want to yell into the void, you can email us at swstabcast at gmail.com. Show us uh, show us your local play night when you're allowed to have it again. Uh, if you want to show us what you're doing in your basement right now, that would be awesome too. Uh, send us some photos. We'll throw them up on our Instagram. Uh, we want to help connect players however we can. Uh, you can check out our shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast if that is something you want to do. And also, I would love if you guys would check out, I'm going to plug somebody else's show, uh, Recover the uh, Supplies on the Fifth Trooper Network. Uh, it is a uh, a coalition of of powers within the Legion community as uh, myself, Krabic, Jay, and Brendan Franz all get together and play a Star Wars RPG. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Sold out for a sandwich. Yep. Yeah. Now, and Although, I get to play RPGs with cool people. I know. So. <laughs> and I, we hate on it. We're hating on it. We're just because we're being mean. I love the Star Wars RPG setting. Yep. I really do. It was my first RPG. Ryan was my first DM, so I'm probably broken as a player. Yep. But it's one of those. We are. We are damaged. I love. I love the method. I do love the universe. I wasn't an extended universe guy, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about it until I started playing the RPG. But I have had so much fun with those with those sessions. Yeah. I have. Yeah. It's a great system. It really is. The news. The news. The news. Oh boy, the news. The news. So. Because of the current situation, the there will be no releases in the month of April. While many may be disconcerted, we call upon the Legion Kingdom to meet this obstacle with a stiff upper lip. We shall calmly and coolly carry on for the duration. Are you done? Hey, you're okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely watching the King's Speech in yes. probably the first season of The Crowns while I was working this past week. So, <laughs> so here's where here's where FFG let me down in all this. I'll yes, do tell. This is, we need all the new stuff now so we can get it painted while we can't play. <laughs> right. Yeah, if I were actually having to paint my own B1s and my own tank, like I would be very upset that I didn't have a whole lot of those things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, all that I'm missing is your tank. Yeah, really. I mean... That's because you had time during this duration to, to take care of those B1s. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, FFG has been giving us some delicious streams, sort of. Well, mm-hmm. kind of. Kind of. They've done one, but uh, then they've given Jay Shalansky and his evil empire two of them. Oh, yep. Yeah. He's, he's infiltrated even the, the highest form of our Legion kingdom, Minnesota yep. Yep, itself. His, his so, tentacles are slithered along. I bet he did it for yeah. no more than just a case of toilet paper they've, to Alex Daly. Well, I mean, long. that's gold right now. It's true. <laughs> but come on, have some dignity, FFG. How much toilet paper does it cost for a soul? Think about how terrible a stream by us could be. I know, right? Think about how terrible that could be. Don't you want to be a part of this sweet goodness? <laughs> yes, that's exactly how the Borg like people to get in. Come, yep. be part of our assimilation. The, it's cool, the, right? The Borg? <laughs> that's not a Star Wars. That's that's a that's a trek of stars. Although Star Trek so, is Star Wars or, now, so it's fine. What was stop it? So is that how the potato ships assimilated people? I don't know. I never read these. You things. shut up. So, the Yuuzhang so Vong were a, fungus, sir. So <laughs> they did have a stream, and it was educational. It was interesting, yes. oh. and we got to see some new things, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, so that new thing was, oh, Legion's been a fun game. Hope y'all yeah. enjoy it. I'm no, out. GG. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> GG, no re. 
<laughs> no, and it's, no. So the first um, one really was that Inferno Squad. When we Inferno saw Squad. Aiden, yeah. when we saw Aiden drop, I think we all were like, "Oh, oh, Tim's oh, dear. insufferable." Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and our show where we covered it went exactly as yes. we expected. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Tim was... downplayed it all, and we screamed that the sky was falling because exactly. it is. Well, Tim just like quietly cackled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think but I then we found out more it. about the Inferno Squad. Yes. We found out more. We did. Because that's what we need in our lives. It wasn't good. More Inferno squad well and you have you have uh these cool members of the squad that are going to be special forces but also and remember that their name is also imperial special forces team but they're yeah, also i saw the lots Inferno of twitch chat, chatter about that um and it's interesting that you can kind of it's kind of like a i don't know if it's going to be double face cards or two separate cards things two separate cards um, it'll be two separate unit cards yeah. yeah but you can choose what you want to play them as and again, we don't fully know because we've not seen the full unit cards. So we're just kind of going off of what we know. Uh, out of the four things spoiled, we saw two full unit cards, and then the other two were just single individual units. It's odd uh, to do upgrade cards first, without yeah, unit cards. The yeah. fact that we're seeing upgrade cards without. Like a lot of times we'll get a spread they don't like go over, but you can kind of like use your legolas eyes to see the what the right, different right, abilities right. The do in the really dice. Good to zoom and enhance. Yeah. Zoom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but for these it's like here's some things that you'll attach to a card you can't see yet. <laughs> so it's odd yeah. to make judgment calls yet. So Although... we know it has a heavy weapons unit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> all, that's all we know <laughs> is Inferno Squad has a heavy <laughs> weapons unit. Because we got to see the three heavy weapon options for that's... For, uh, for Inferno Squad. Yes. Um, so Tim, take us through them with your least favorite first. Oh. Ooh, oh. We know who it is, Tim. We know who the least favorite is. Oh, yeah, least are after, easily. Oh, this is easy. We'll take five seconds for this one. <laughs> C-21 Special Forces Trooper. Uh, he's range one to three. Four white dice. Crit two. Sounds good on paper. It's terrible in practice. Don't play him. He's 29 points. Just rip the card up. Put it in the shredder. You're, you spent 29 <laughs> points. Hey, take a 29-point bid. You'll be better served than that. How about that? All right, dear I think- listeners, I want you to soundbite that and save it for later, for six months from now, for when the T21 Special Forces Trooper is like a, me- a meta staple. And soundbite that for when Ryan eats his words and then forgets, like, I never said that word. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Oh, go back to listen to any of our old shows and all my hot takes are terrible. This is what they call yeah, privilege. This is, this is, this is <laughs> when, when four white dice at range one to three for 29 points with crit two. With crit which two. <laughs> which is a it's like, it's not good enough. But it also says, <laughs> I need better. So the rebels dice. have a very similar unit. As a, as a droid player... I would probably play 29 points for that as a droid player. No, you would. Yeah, the, but... the Rebel Vet is only two points cheaper. Yes. Um, and it's not going to get all the cool keywords that we're assuming the Imperial Special Forces will have. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So seems uh, seems pretty value town if you ask me. Um, and then as far as the first and second place, those are it's a close race. So uh, I... I Reserve no, my right not. to be wrong. They're here. both really good. The, la- the next really two good. are really good. Yes, but one of them is clearly better than the yes. other. One of them so is I your space say, daddy. Yes. yes. Uh, and second place is uh, <laughs> is Dell. Dude, you're getting a Dell. You're putting him in your squad. He's got repair. Wow, that two. was a dated reference. Yes. Bro, right? <laughs> hey, listen. Pe- some people are gonna laugh. Some people are gonna go, what? Was it's fine. was Will alive when that happened? Probably, Probably not. not. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I think Tim has to paint his as carrot top now. Oh, gosh. Oh, Wait, gross. carrot top. Carrot top. <laughs> no, is that, that what we're talking about? Dell spokesman for a long time. Oh, no, I thought we were talking about Adele. No, he wasn't. Like Tim's Tim's favorite musician, Adele. Oh, no, dude, you're no. getting Adele was what? Like a computer was the tagline? Yes, for the computer yeah. company. See, I but told why you, was, Will wasn't alive when that happened. Why would this yeah. be a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, he doesn't get it. Oh, wow. That's live on air. There we go. We caught that. That's good. Is, that's a good thing. It's I'm a commercial. We'll, we'll show you after. We'll show you videos the, after the two. The actor in that ad is 39 years old. Gross. Carrot Top? I thought he was like 60. No, no, no. That's not true. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you after anyway, the show, Will. We'll show you. I'm so missing. confused. Yeah. It's The worst part is you're, you're going to watch youth. it and you'll still be the confused. I'm still to be like, huh. Yes. But anyway, uh, after anyway. your dated old man reference, oh, continue. <laughs> so he's range one to five, two black dice, <laughs> high velocity. He has lethal one, so he can spend an aim to get pierce one, which is fair. I like that. I two like health, which is nice. So he's, you know, we now confirm yeah, that this, cool. this number does mean two health and not two. Because we saw else. that on some of the clone units. Yeah, five and, right, and I was uh, say, echo. This carries over to our arc troopers now too so now we can confirm that we thought it but Woo. it's nice to have confirmation he interestingly has also repair to capacity one so he can do yeah. some repair work i don't think that's why you bring him but it don't hurt that's for sure um and the, the real interesting thing for him of course is you can put him on the special forces unit or you can attach him as a heavy in a core squad just like you can with echo and fives for the clones and that's going to bring some interesting combos because honestly imperials have some we have some good choices right now, and so it's it's a little difficult, but to get another sniper in there, if you start running... I don't like triple sniper list, but shoot, man, right. you bring triple sniper list plus that, you have four snipers. If you got palp, you can pull the strings, get five, make it feel like five. I think this guy is going to sit in a stormtrooper squad. Yeah. Real, real nice. I think so. I don't think he'll nice. go in shores, because no. obviously he takes the heavy weapon slot, and you're not paying more points to get less dice. Um, yeah, I don't think he benefits shorts enough. Um, uh, but getting, giving a stormtrooper access to lethal yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Would be killer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah, Empire always absolutely. has trouble getting extra aim tokens around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you yeah. just happen to be sitting behind a tank or an ATST, mm-hmm. and you get that repair too. Yeah. As a free action, which R2 exactly. has to spend an action to do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I so. love it. It's nice. It's a nice little touch. Yeah, no, he's, he's solid. He's yeah. a little pricey to go into a Stormtrooper unit. Because yes. he's a. Yes. Uh, He's what's the DLT now? Twenty twenty storm DLT twenty four. Twenty four. So yeah. So he's a fourteen point upcharge. But you get that. Um, you get that pierce. I mean, but you, right. and you get an extra health. Like he is two wounds. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, um, I don't think I staple him to my stormtroopers automatically, but I think with the right list combo, I think he is an mm-hmm. easy throw in with the right list. Um, right. Right. So who's your top? Who's your, oh, who's who's your space? Who's your space, my space daddy? daddy? Yes, thank you for that term. That. Definitely was my choice. Um, <laughs> it's happening now. It's Gideon. Oh, Gideon. Jeez. Not Grand Moff Gideon. But um, it is a Not range yet. one to three. Yeah, right. <laughs> range one to three. Two red dice, which is nice. Two Move. health. A leader, 38 point unit. He also has a little thing that says, your courage is increased by one. And Locked. another thing that just yeah. happens to say, you gain coordinate trooper. Core trooper, extra bonkers. Yes. So that, after you issue an the... order, you may issue another order to a friendly core at range one. That's can, quite I, nice. can I make a statement here? So you know yeah. that thing that we had to like nerf the empire for doing too much? Yes. Yeah, we're just gonna. Yeah. yeah. Could that, now that we thing now that we're used doing to be my it. My faction's prerogative. You know, it used to be the thing that my faction would do, and we're like, hey, cool, I can do all that stuff. I mean, I hope <laughs> I hope he can't bring six Gideons. But yeah, <laughs> he does have, thank God he has that unique dot. Because yeah, where this guy this is, is going. This is the clone army of Gideons. Oh no. <laughs> I, I will say you lose the range, but for 14 points more than the DLT, huh? you're going to you don't, get the you two You don't dice. lose the range. You don't yeah. lose I mean, the range, You ben. get so much. I mean, you theoretically do, but no, not. No, you don't. 
you yeah. gain two range bands because you put this guy in a snowtrooper squad. Ooh. Oh, I absolutely think so. I no, absolutely, yeah. I'm with you. I, yeah. I said that to Tim before the show. I think yeah. getting getting squad. like snowtroopers are are underpowered with one action, but overpowered with two. And so if you're giving them an ability to hand out more tokens and increasing their bravery and mm-hmm. increasing their range to die pool and coordinate um, trooper, and you don't yeah, have to try like, to get to range one. You can just yeah, chill you don't at range have to play that range one. The, game. You can just like the scoot pop. around the map shooting, and so yeah. literally it's aim, move, shoot, aim, move, shoot. Yeah, um, or move, shoot, move behind cover. I don't see him anywhere else other than a snowtrooper squad. I don't know about that, but I can see him on a snowtrooper for sure. I mean, I don't know where he's, he's not great in shores, but like, he's not, there's nothing bad bad. about him in a stormtrooper unit. Yeah. There's nothing bad about him in a stormtrooper unit. Like, cause the snows, you might feel the speed one or something. Right. But the free actions with the shooting. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just really, really good. He's really strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Mm -hmm. it's that combination of a leader, but your leader's in your heavy slot and Mm -hmm. brings two red dice, which means you can put any one of the core specialists. If you need to, the mm-hmm. comms unit man, you could do, you know, um, the, you want to do comms jammer for some reason. Yeah. That's a thing you can do. Oh, um, yeah. Or if you wanted to, to uplink him um, mm-hmm. while he's in a snow squad. But on the flip side, we're seeing units I thought we'd never see. And I see nerds flip out about all the time. Yes. Ryan, oh. tell me about those Mandalorians. <sighs> so, Alleged Mandalorians. Mandalorian yeah, we're, we're getting some Mandos. And I think that with the card spoilers we've gotten, it's really hard to evaluate these guys because oh, sure. they don't have the flexibility that um, these other units have. They cannot slot into any old core unit, which is honestly a trick that I'm hoping maybe we'll get a Radud for uh, Pow and Bistin would be awesome to be able to yeah. throw them into, into they need some love. I would love to be able to throw them into a normal Rebel Trooper squad. I would. Yeah. Uh, Bistin with an HQ uplink in a rebel vet getting that surged hit would be incredible Um, but anyway back to the units at hand these are tough to evaluate Um, so I really don't know what's good what's weak Um, but I think I think the weakest of the cards is the is is Tristan Uh, see I would not have said that I would have said it was the duelist but okay uh 38 points is really expensive. It but is. He's, but look what you get, though. He's not bad. No, he's uh, good. He's not he's bad. He's very good. It, once again, a lot of this depends on what the other keywords on his card are. He's range one to three, two black dice, two health. And if that's two health behind a surging impervious um, red defense die, that's imagine, worth quite a bit. I imagine it probably is. <laughs> I imagine it probably is. Uh, but he gets... He gets lethal, which is where you can spend a name to get a uh, to get pierce, and he gets suppressive. Is that suppressive um, gun? I think is the best part of him. So uh, yes and no. Suppression. I know you have a, really... a love of suppression, Ben, but a single yeah. source of it isn't as good as having multiple. Like three yeah, mortars in a is very good. That doesn't have a ton of access to it. It's kind of meh. Like to be real honest, running solo mortar for me, which is a very <laughs> similar die pool to this. It's two black dice mm-hmm. suppressive. It's it's there, but I don't have a lot of other options to push suppression really heavily, and I don't think Ryan does either, unless he really builds no. around just like throwing dice at a single target and not killing it. But thirty eight points for two black dice—that's that's tough. It's not like they're range four black dice or sniper black dice at range five. It's range one to three, two black dice. If you're saying you can't make a decision until you see the card, why are you making the decision that he's bad? I'm he's less I'm saying I'm making the decision that he's less impressive. Your logic is flawed, you've come undone. 
I I, I, I agree he's, he's less dice. I agree if you sit sure. him next to Gideon with no other context Gideon is stronger sure yes I just there, uh, it's hard to make a decision right now so I think what we need to do sure. is just cover what they can do and talk about what what's a positive spin on this card when is this going to be nice to have the lethal one the suppressive I don't think they are. I think the really nice oh. thing to have about him is a... No, he still has value, but it's not those necessarily isn't the reason you take it. Sure. It's two hit points behind what we're going to assume is the Mandalorian defense die. Okay, yeah. No, that's a very, strength. That's a good point. The reason I say that is because he's 38 points. 38 yeah. points with that die pool. Yeah. And again, you have to spend a token to get the pierce, which is nice. We know rebels love a good pierce. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you say suppressive is not that great. That might be a reason that... He can't join trooper squads is that it's weird to have mixed saves in a mixed unit. Yeah, which yeah, is I, I hope imagine. for the game state is something we never get to. Right. Um, I yeah. told them how Warhammer does it with mixed saves and they both oh, or everybody was just yeah, no, cringed for a little while. Thank you. It's not an elegant system. <laughs> but for 10 points less, like where we talked about two black dice, um, for 10 points less, we can put a generic so you can bring multiples of these guys. You can get um, the best CAD duelist for two red dice in melee. There's a Mando Mercs person out there making fun of your pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, letting you sure know. There is. Just letting That's you know. fine. Um, and the way the, <laughs> the, way the rules play out now the is sky. he can still use whatever generic gun the Mandalorians will have access to on their right. unit card. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. But getting this new keyword duelist is insane he's only one health or he's going to have the same health that the mandalorians resistance have which we assume is one uh but it's going to gain you spend an aim token to get pierce one spend a dodge token to get immune pierce uh while in melee that's insane that's absolutely insane it's crazy i mean i love the flexibility but my thing is it's melee it's you got to get into melee in order to really use that card as best you can. Well, so if All these right. guys are speed three, that's going to be if a lot easier. If they're speed three with jetpacks, that's going to be really pretty. But we don't easy. know. But yeah, uh, yeah, we kind of do. We can assume, sure. We're going to talk about the third card that pretty much says that they're going to. Okay. Now, I think the bigger question is whether they have charge or not. Sure. Uh, right. If they have the Sabine problem, that's charge. But now that rebels, by the time these guys are going to come out, have two sources of calculate the odds. Okay, to give true. them an aim and a dodge token is going to be sick. I mean, you assume they're more than bravery one as well. Yeah. So, uh, and then the last card that kind of confirms that they're going to have jetpacks of some kind is uh, jetpack rockets, <laughs> where they are all flying <laughs> through the air. So yeah, yeah, might so be a, might be a major that, clue. And the fact that they come with flight stands and in, in the cool artwork. Um, so this is, I think, a first. We see this this X indicator where you have to discard the card after use in the new supply deck. That's going to be one of the conditions. But this is the first time we see it as an upgrade. So it's a range three to four. It's eight points. It's one red die per model. It gives impact one and blast. Well, it doesn't just give impact one. It gives impact one per instance of the of the. Nice shot. Yeah. Yeah. So impact four, perhaps, or five? Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Boba's rocket on command and doesn't taking a command card slot, which yep. is insanity. Eight points for a range three to four approaching weapon. I'm mm-hmm. going to fire and then discard it for the rest of the game, and I'm okay with that. Because I'm about to hit you in melee on turn two with my best card duelist. duelist. <laughs> so for a quick comparison to, uh, to the Electro Staff Guard for the Imperial Royal Guards, 
The Electro Staff guy is 25, two black dice, autoimmune to pierce, but mm-hmm. you don't get the pierce if you have the aim token. Right. And he, he must roll the two uh, black, where otherwise you would have a red and a black if you're just doing Imperial Royal Guards, period. Right. So for three points more, I think the duelist of, is worth it. Yeah. yeah, I think the duelist is worth it. Too. Yeah, Compared I to think that. he's great. Going about he's that. really interesting. I like the duelist keyword. I think it's a unique He's He's going to let you... You put this in a list, and I ran Sabine for a really long time just to deal with Spooky Lightsaber Man. Whoever that happens to be if I wasn't running one myself. Mm-hmm. This gives you another option to do that, to where this guy can go and, and hunt your Spooky Lightsaber people as long as he has a dodge token before they attack. Probably do some solid damage, because I think it's safe to say that... They will have the basic Mandalorians will have a, at least a halfway decent melee attack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it won't be two red I dice. Think so. But if you're going to get the whole squad in melee by giving them a melee upgrade, it's got to be something not terrible. Maybe it's one red. Maybe it's like two white. I don't know what they might do. Black um, white. But even. the jetpack rocket. Yeah, it gives rebels something. This is. I mean, this honestly is like the perfect card. Because Rebels don't have a ton of access to impact, and so it gives you just a little splash of impact without you having to take a dedicated 30-point impact weapon that you have to refresh or cumbersome or or something of that nature. Um, it gives you blast if you need to, to bunker bust somebody. Yeah, it's a very good flex pick. Like Even if you don't use it for impact, it's still going to have that blast just to shoot at some core unit and be yeah. like... Screw you in particular. Bang, 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 bang. You know, like it's yeah. a very. It's, I'll be very. It's a very good one time. If they go the the route that they did with the arcs and the uh, the droid uh, commandos, what does the other armament card have to look like to make you not take this? <laughs> so, is it your up close? Is it kind of like the shields on the um, special forces for the droid? Maybe, maybe. Uh, we'll we'll like see. That? I don't think it'll quite be shields, but maybe it'll be like electro whips or something. Um, Ooh, God, that would be gross. I so I, don't want I, I think this card is just absolutely, absolutely uh, killer, um, and I cannot wait to see what the what the other uh, Mandalorians can do. And once again, my hot take on Tristan could be all wrong. So I was super, super stabbed, or super stabbed, um, super stabbed, super stabbed. Ah! Ouch, my I spleen! Was super excited for my step writers until I saw that rocket. And I was like, oh, there, there goes my, there goes my cover. There goes my. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they don't Talk have about these steps, man. Talk about the. So, I think the of the high. These I, are these you are should the still be excited. Came out. Oh, I am still excited about the steps, and I'll be honest. I would. I thought they were going to come earlier than they are. Um, I would have thought we would have seen them actually in the core box. The Droidicas I get, but I thought for sure I would see these guys because they're very much like the Imperial uh, uh, bikes. But seventy three points, and that was the first thing when we read the card. We were like, "Wait, what? Seventy three points?" We'll talk about why in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Agile, which is a thing that I have ranted and raved about with Tauntauns, but since it's on my side, I'm okay with it now. Well, so um, Agile's <laughs> actually in a really weird spot here, and I think it's a really cool spot uh, because of the way it pairs with a compulsory move. Yeah, that you do or do not get it. No, I think it, you do. It's a standard oh, yeah. move. You totally yeah. get it. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. And because your, your AI is move. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. if you didn't have a token, you're going to move again, which is okay. That's not that's not a terrible yeah. thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a speed three. It can be a speed one. Um, you have to go your full movement. And then, like I said, now you're up two dodge tokens, and then you just take the shot, which I really like. Uh, the great thing about this is that coordinate droid trooper or vehicle. Uh, yes. Well, that, 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 is that a, makes this thing so, quite nice. I'll so give that good. To you. I'll give that to you. It is, it quite is nice. so nice to start that train with that guy and let him run all the way over mm-hmm. to your other droid troopers. Or go to the tank 
and then he flips it to the other one, or it goes from a stap to a stap to you know your droid troopers. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, it's a super too, flexible like, not, support unit. I, I think yeah, I think they're good support units. If, I think there's something that they're fast, but they're going to be the same problem that bikes have. And again, this is as someone mm-hmm. who loves feeder bikes. You can't just fly them in and be like, "Woohoo, I got this!" Oh, no. You're gonna <laughs> die. You'll die. No, hard. they are a. But they I think are they are a lot more of a support yeah. piece than how bikes are an offensive piece sure. that doesn't they have, have a, enough. They have a worse power. save than bikes, but agile also helps. Oh, sure. agile helps a lot. Uh, I think agile helps one. a lot when you're not using them as like a front line, like uh, swoop, right. hit, and run attacks. Like I think they yeah. need to yeah. be like running yeah. back and forth, and then turn four or five they fly out and pick off some yeah. unit that's left on a few models or something yeah, yeah. oh no I, I absolutely agree oh yeah um but cover one speeder one and then the actual dice pool is really good for what we it's traditionally really see with droids mm-hmm. it is three black dice per model you get two models there uh critical one so now on you've both got a model so it's crit two yeah yep. no yep. surgeon normally nice. but crit two will be enough for that die pool yeah mm-hmm. that's quite nice i'll give you that I mean, I'm not super so scared. Have of some them. ability to break cover. Yeah, I'm not super scared of them, but I I think they're definitely something you're gonna have to consider. But I think they'll be I don't annoying. think they're supposed to be super scared of. I really like yeah. the place that they sit as a utility piece. Right. And this sure. is the first real utility support that we've that we've gotten. Sure. Um. So that seventy three yeah, points. Yeah. Is because the comm unit costs two points. Yeah. And we get it just for <laughs> these guys. Um. It's the uh the command control array. This or your tank. Allows you to, yeah. This or the tank, um, but it allows you to coordinate at range two. For yeah. vehicles well, only. And it's also not, yeah, it's yeah. vehicles only, but it's not faction restricted. So theoretically in the future, other factions might be able to take this. But Correct. right now it is uh, yeah. only applicable for the CIS. So if yes. you don't like yeah. your uh, your droid pilot in the tank, you could attach this and get that coordinate to go even further. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you need it off that yep. giant base. But also, you don't you don't have a tank, so you know you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. Oh, I don't particularly. This card is neat, with the way cohesion and ground vehicles work and how big their base is. I don't know that that's going to be a huge issue. I mean, for no. two points, I don't. You can shave it if you need for it these to be. Guys, for staps, yes. I think it's a good pick just to like start off with it, and then if you have to make trimming, you know, you can trim it. Sure, that's fair. So I will say I've already made a list with them to see what it'll come out to be. <laughs> So, General Grievous, like I normally do, I can put in six battle droids, like I normally do, the scout trooper who throws the three black dice, um, the extra battle droid on them. There's six of them. No HQ uplinks, but just six of those guys. Right. And three stap riders. Puts me at 10 activations, which is something I have not been able to get to at this point. Right. (laughs) Right. So. The other thing that I think the command controller, way to go back to that for a second, um, is the... uh, isn't link targeting array just better for that slot though with their dipool? Eh, maybe, th- maybe, uh, maybe. But how often are you using them as a frontline engagement tool? Well, it's just the fact it's when you're issued an order, and since they have a coordinate, you can issue, you can start your order chain with them um, and go true. down the line to get their aim tokens and still do the daisy chain. So, how many droid cards can order vehicles? Um, I mean, I know you want to be normally single commander. commander. Normally, single commander, Not you really. have all three generics to do that with, and then Grievous's three pip is units. Yeah, that's about it, honestly. Right. So there might be some issue um, doing that reliably, but then it's what you really yeah, need to be to doing. The, yeah, because Supreme, Supreme, that is two troopers. So, um, yeah, and train the Jedi, of course, it's just him. Yeah. So, so it's just his three pip. Yeah, I don't know if you try to put an HQ to get the train started because you could HQ and then go into other ones and but then, then they're, into the droid troopers. Then they're eighty three a pop. 
Yeah, and then uh, now I'm out of points again, so I'm dropping bodies to put it in there. I don't know. Maybe. You could run like one HQ and two LTAs or something like that. Right. Um, there's all kinds of cool stuff you can do with them. They are, in my opinion, they are the stars of, of all the new news. I mean, I am going to be upset when you play Standing Orders and then your bag is General Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be glorious. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think glorious now, is the right word for it. Now, hey, I will hey say now, it, you're it one to talk, require... Mr. Empire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it does require the droid yeah. player to play their, their game differently because you have to make sure they're all arranged correctly. So for that to work with my 10 activation list, is, is that it would be standing orders, <laughs> but I'd have to put all three on, on the left-hand side. The staps are going to have to be together. So I go stab, sure. stab, stab, droid trooper, run the line, bag is grievous yeah um you you have to arrange that your play i think is different on the table compared to what other factions. but if that's if that's turn one you have turn zero to set that up correctly and then place yeah Yeah. and cohesion with them i think is going to be pretty simple Yeah, vehicle cohesion is Um, a lot easier to pull that off because it's just range one to either of them any of them yeah either one of them and then to any droid start hq uplinking something like this you're looking at the I'm going to take my my moves for speeder one, and then I'm going to refresh, and then I'm going to shoot. And here's the other thing: don't if if you choose not to take a comm slot on them, and you decide not to order them, they're still really just, good. That still means they have yeah. two dodge tokens before yep. <laughs> they take their one action. That's exactly. not bad. Like no, this is probably the least all. impactful AI keyword we've seen so far. <laughs> and now I'm saving points for that bid because I didn't put in this two for the command control reps. <laughs> <laughs> But Ben, so, glad we talked you out of it. <laughs> but Ben, if your stats are going to blot out the sun, my ATRT yeah. will fight in the shade. <laughs> it's here. I, it's all I, I ever was, wanted. We knew we were getting it because I was. I was really right. surprised we got it with the rebels. Like I, I knew I'd watch enough Clone Wars to it realize was, that was. It was an odd choice for the core box, definitely. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's, um, nice. it's quite nice. Rebel players, shield your eyes. Uh, the, yeah, it's rough to the watch. The Republic ATRT is a base cost of 65, 10 points more. For mm-hmm. that value, you gain the same stats health-wise and melee-wise, and you keep armor, climbing vehicle, and expert climber for all the times I've seen an RT climb. I've yeah. done it twice in my Legion so, career. Is, yeah, yeah, is a climbing vehicle the thing they added so they could make sure it climbed? No, is we've a... always had climbing okay. rules, but... I knew we had expert climber, but I don't remember a climbing vehicle being... No, that's been yep. there the whole time. It basically means it climbs like a trooper. Yes. Okay, that's gotcha. all it means. But then, we gain Scout 1. Oh, that's so good. Which is insane. Insane. Yeah. And great. so insane. we surge on defense. Yeah. Last five, I, I mean, that's whatever. Yeah. Like, With armor. <laughs> Surging on defense... And then the surge crit does go away because of it, yeah, it needed to. Reasons. I can I can admit <laughs> that it would have been terrifying for my it, opponents if oh, it's just like, so hey, terrifying. here's the surge crit fire support all the time. <laughs> but it's still surge hit, so it's oh, still no. a good. No, it's still a very good option. Fire support support. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the oh, yeah. the included weapon value is a lot better because instead of just a single die for the rider, it is a one to three black white white. Critical one, impact one, weapon. Thank you yeah. very much. The rebels had a two die attack. It was two white dice. I <laughs> point stands. <laughs> I was actually about to pull that up. I was like, I don't remember if it had one or two. Um, well, mine's still but better. It's the it critical one, it impact one. Yeah. I mean, it's that that's... critical one, and impact one. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. And so no, for me, it's, is... it's scout one. Like yeah. that's insane. This thing sure. is really good naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because I can't tell you how many times, and I've played a lot of flamer RTs, that I have been a speed one move short of getting that flame shot off. Right. Yep. And to that end, we have been told through the stream that the weapons will be the same options as the rebel options for the ATRT. Yes. Yep. We will see what the point values are, whether they'll stay... I think they'll be the same as they, the Rebel ones. Whether they'll those probably stay be with, the same because yeah. I those... went back and looked at the Rebel upgrade oh. cards and it just says ATRT. It doesn't say Rebel ATRT. Right, but whether those stay right. where they are or not in the next few months, right. we will see. Yeah. But I am yeah. super excited for this. I think yeah. you know some people will freak out over Flamers. Flamers are really good if you can get them there. I am excited for Rotaries, starting fire supports all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Now, Gross. if you are one of the seven players that I see post on the internet, and they make me mildly infuriated, but if this is how you enjoy the game, you enjoy the game. Who only play, like, in-era matches, so your clones only ever face off against droids. Man, did you get a Christmas present in that flamethrower. Yeah, mm-hmm. you did. If you That's can true. guarantee that you're playing against battle droids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then you bring oh, flamers yeah. all day. Super glue them on the model. Don't even regret it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you and your friend just have clones and droids. I know there's seven of you out there. Uh, so, tr- I can see you having two ATRTs in the list. Name, yeah. Even if you go at 65 points, because that's basically your squad cost, right? Yeah. So it's a filler cost that's only, you know, a base squad of clones for four bodies is 52. So it's a little more than that, okay. but you're gaining six wounds with armor. Yeah. Yeah. So and you have a little R2-D2 friend who I hear likes to fix these things. Right. <laughs> yeah, he does. So the fact, yeah, that, he does. <laughs> the fact that I can put 18 armor-covered wounds on the table for less than 200 points now... Like if I just want to outlast you with these vehicles and just have yeah. them in the way, yeah. Like I can just have those. I think it's way better than a naked bark because a naked bark is seventy five and a naked RT would mm-hmm. be sixty five. So oh, if you're gonna bring one of better. those, yeah, yeah, it pretty much buries the bark until it gets a points reduction on something. Which yeah. is good. That means I never have to build mine. Hooray! Yep, it's true. <laughs> it is true. But just the idea of Rex and two of your squads going out with two other ATRTs. Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to send to Will specifically, dear listeners, all of the lists that you can that include R2-D2, three ATRTs, and a saber tank. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'm sure Britt will oblige you. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to Rex Padme R2 five-core double RT. That's going to be a thing. Welcome to my I'm 10 activations. I'm looking forward to, uh, to jetpack rocketing one of those and then praying to the Z6 gods to finish it off before you pull Before R2 in. fixes it back to full health? Yes. <laughs> I mean, three naked ATRTs, six phase ones with Z6s, and Captain Rex is only 747. Yep. You have 53 more points to spend, and let's go add, uh, we'll add an R2-D2, sure. I mean, <laughs> That's going to be around 800 there. Yeah. I mean, him and his buddy, yeah. Push if you bring 3PO. But what about yeah. your bed? But I mean, now that's that's you with eleven activations. Yep. Yep. I mean, no heavy oh. weapons, but eleven activations. No, there was Z sixes. There's Z sixes. Oh, there's Z all Z sixes. Nice. Okay. So you're starting. <laughs> so you're getting all these surge hitting Z sixes, starting with black, white, white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly, I think it is better than your your bark your three oh. bark list. Yeah. It is. And yeah, so yeah. something they brought up in the stream that I had had noted might be the case. The support category for the Republic is a very interesting category because yeah. what it's doing is supporting fire supporting. Yeah. <laughs> right. So far, all of our all of the Republic supports have that surge hit, which makes it a very efficient way to start a fire support from another clone mm-hmm. unit because you're gaining that for the whole die pool. 
Right. We'll see if that's mm-hmm. the case for some sort of turret emplacement thing, because that's the other support <laughs> category we've seen. Right. And I think that's a really cool way to do it, since supports yep. aren't always supportive <laughs> that I've seen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're no, trying they're their best. I think both these supports really feed into that mentality of they support and in very different ways. Oh yeah, staps uh, are respective uh, factions. Staps are so utility; they're really, really mm-hmm. good that way. And then these oh, are yeah. going to be these are going to be all over the place. And what excites me is that this thing is they've designed it in a way that the legs can be posed in very different poses. Yes. Unlike the Revel one, where it's always doing the one leg, one one leg mm-hmm. up, one leg it's- back in the same way for each model. Yeah, I am pretty sure the like the picture that they dropped on stream is uh, is just a Rebel ATRT with a. Oh yeah, no, that's that's uh, uh, they sh- it, they showed the assembly instructions on the stream. Yeah, right. so you've got the body differentiation, so they're giving you two different body models mm-hmm. to put on it. Yep. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's super cool. I'm I'm stoked. But the one next to the unit card definitely looks like some Premiere Pro. Like, we'll just Photoshop that little dude back in there, and then we're <laughs> 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 put him on a tan base and. <laughs> Get this out. They need the Legion community needs news. <laughs> so, and, and they were right. They were right. We were thirsty. So while this is all this news is kind of a uh, a poor substitute for worlds, we'll uh, we'll we'll take it. It's what we got. Yep, yeah, it's what we're stuck with. So uh, it's uh, it's been a really long show, guys. I want to thank you all for stopping down and listening because we have about four other things we wanted to talk about. But we're just not going to. Um, we'll save it. It's probably yeah. Just wait till yeah, next we'll time. Save it for the next show because we are at or around or exceeding two hours. Uh, thank you guys for for listening uh, in your paint time, in your drive time, in your quarantine time. Yeah. Um, no. Get your models painted while you're quarantined. That's what I'm going to continue to refuse to do. That's right. Um, and thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski reminding you to watch Recover the Supplies on the Fifth Trooper Network. I'm to reminding you that Carrot Top was not the dude from You're Getting a Dill guy, no matter what Ryan says. Yes, I was wrong on my 90s reference, but it was about <laughs> the same time period. I'm Wilhelm reminding you that I'm surrounded by old men, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ben Fowler reminding you that Will is but a Ute. He's just but a Ute. I'm almost 25, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember like when I was. <laughs> have, have a good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. We gotta put Will to bed. <laughs> Mom says I have to go home. I mean, we've already done Man Mothma, so like you have to top that, and that's not. People <laughs> actually have complimented your breasts on the internet. Yeah, that's true. Terrifyingly so. Terrifyingly so.